Hello there, and welcome to the Game Sharks Podcast, episode 10, where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, vampires. More specifically, Dracula. Castlevania Season 3 comes out today. Yeah, oh, it that's does. the reason. Uh, is that, okay, is that any good? I haven't seen it yet. very good. So go watch it I, on my spring break. I very much love the first two seasons. So As I'll someone go. who does not watch Castlevania, it's pretty good. I, or does not... Play, play the castle. I haven't played play the castle castle games. I don't watch it, but it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. IGN gave uh, the new season a ten. Wow. Oh, so yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm very okay. Well. Excited to watch it. I haven't got. T- uh, I actually just showed my wife episode one, so she's like, "It was pretty okay." So we're gonna watch it together. Up episode ep- season one episode one is not a very good gauge of this series as a whole. Oh, I, it's one of those I mean, it's like good. you gotta like get into it. Yeah, it's but good. I yeah I would say you have to get in a couple episodes. Yeah, it doesn't even have the main character and he only appears at the end of it. But um, and video games. <laughs> uh, so today we we don't really have a main topic. There's a lot of new stuff we're gonna talk about and a lot of games that we've been playing that we're gonna talk about. So that's kind of just gonna be the the general. Yeah. Motion of the podcast this week. I feel like there was just like a sudden splurt of news. Yeah, like, I have. Yeah, we went from stuff. like a month drought to yeah. like boom, everything's just, just gonna happen. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight tabs open. Oh for wow! Nice. Um, we also have one email now, potentially two. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's one that might be sent mid podcast. If we get that, we'll read it. If not, then okay. Nick sucks. Our FTP um, servers are really slow. We'll see. <laughs> Um, so I guess we can start with uh, the email that we have, the the one that we currently actually have. <laughs> so we'll start with that. It's from one Tyler C., also known as Tcon, ah. a friend of the show. He said, hello, friends, and Andrew. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> J- JK, love you, Andrew. Thanks, it's Tcon. I've been loving the podcast. Sorry I wasn't able to make it to the Sonic one. I was really looking forward to it. So I ended up buying Slay the Spire after hearing you guys talk about it so much, and I'm loving it. Nice. It's honestly such a simple yet really fun game to just pick up and play a few rounds. Also, going to try to play Super Metroid. I get If I get the chance because I've really been waiting to get into those games, that makes... if. Oh, there wasn't a period. Uh. <laughs> also, I'm going to try to play Super Metroid if I get the chance because I've been really wanting to get into those games. Keep up the great work, and I hope I can be on sometime soon. Thanks, Tcon. Uh, so yeah, us talking about Slay the Spire endlessly has gotten Tcon into nice. Slay the Spire. Good. So that's we, pretty exciting. Uh, I was say, did the update come out on Switch yet? I haven't played it in a bit. With I'm the not sure. the monk, yeah. With the yeah, the watcher, not the watcher, right? The watcher. Is it the watcher? I just know that she's like a monk type yeah, character. I think she's called the watcher. I don't know if it's been out yet. Uh, I I saw there was an update because uh, I have it on uh, PC too through Game Pass, uh, and yeah. I saw there was an update, but I didn't get the chance to load in and see if it was the watcher update or if it was just a different. Because I know the console update is like they're like months behind the yeah. Steam oh. updates. Yeah, I don't think that classic they, PC master yeah. is. I don't think that it's quite out yet. I haven't seen anything okay. about it yet. So it, um, it must have been a d- another update, maybe for just the the Xbox slash Game Pass version or something. Yeah, it says it's expected to arrive on Xbox One, PlayStation Four, Switch following a small delay. Okay. So, oh, so maybe it was just for, updated for Game Pass or something. Maybe hmm. it'll PC. probably be soon. Ooh, I just got an update. We got. It seems like we got that other email. Oh, uh, baby. Inbound. So, what, <laughs> Breaking oh, news. Oh, boo, here it is. Let's go. All right, we'll read it later because I know exactly what it's about. Okay. Um, okay. So, we hyped this up for nothing. <laughs> um, I want to – let's go through news first before we talk about what we've been playing. Both okay. of them are going to be pretty large segments. But yes. um, the, f- 
First thing I want to talk about on the topic of Castlevania, did you guys see that in celebration of season three coming out, they shadow dropped Symphony of the Night on mobile? Wait, Wait really? I, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. All of Symphony of the Night is available on mobile, and huh. it's three bucks. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty that good. Bad. It's pretty sweet. Um, unfortunately, it's the kind of controls where they put a virtual or digital D-pad yeah. on the screen. And uh. So, like, your hands take up a little bit of the screen, which is kind of annoying. I'm, those games, yeah, that style no, of controls I've never worked well pl- for yeah, mobile. I've played emulators on mobile before, and it's really not fun to yeah. do that. But, but can't you, if you have a Bluetooth controller? Yes. So I don't. I've never done that, but I, I know that's a thing. Is it? So I'm assuming you could probably do that with. This I'm assuming, Castlevania. yeah, you could hook up a say I've, PS4 controller yeah. or something. I've never yeah. looked into it, but I know you know. No, it's it kind of seems like overkill to use a PS4 controller on a phone. Well. From what like I've seen a lot of things of people uh, using like Xbox controllers with the new like X Cloud stuff, and that mm. that is like kind of cool. And then you get like I think you, know, you can buy or make your own like little stand for it on the edge of your controller, and it you know it becomes like a little a mobile gaming rig, yeah. like a smaller Switch. Yeah. So <laughs> like for stuff like that, like I could see I don't know like might be fun yeah I <laughs> on know. the go instead of if you don't want to pay three hundred dollars for a switch you can use the phone you already have and get castlevania thousand dollar phone you already have yeah i know people hook up controllers for fortnite the call of yeah. duty mobile yeah. and stuff yeah. like that there's call of duty mobile there is a call mm-hmm. of duty mobile it's what? actually really popular ah. hmm. um yeah it's pretty cool the a lot of the top comments are something along the lines of wrong handheld platform <laughs> i was just gonna say <laughs> yeah. something as in right bring this to switch not um not mobile, <laughs> but it's still really cool. It's celebrating Castlevania. It's one what? of you guys have phones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone has a phone. Yeah, this is a power play. Um, I think it's a sign that probably it will eventually come to Switch. I mean, I, I feel yes. like uh, I'm guessing maybe certifications is easier with oh, mobile yeah. too. I, I don't know how sure. strict the Google Play and Apple Play uh, certification process is. But I would I'm guess sure. that they would also announce if it was also coming to Switch. So I don't know, you know. Yeah, I'm desperately hoping for a Castlevania collection to come to Switch, mm. but oh, not that'd be cool. Not the original NES games. I want the Game Boy Forward games, the one that follow the Castle or the Metroidvania genre uh-huh. that Symphony of the Night kind of set the series on, because all of those games are really great. So I would very much like to have that that mm. would honestly get me to play a castlevania game yeah because i've never actually played them uh, i was talking with andrew before we started recording and because of how well uh we're all liking super metroid and our general like of metroidvanias mm. we're probably going to put symphony of the night in the video game book okay. club mix because okay. yeah. I'm, I'm okay it would be a great comparison to right. super metroid because yeah. these are the two games that define this genre and now we can all play it on our phone exactly <laughs> so now there's no reason we can't play it i can actually play that at work yeah, I will, I will stuff. never we'll, download this on my phone. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, you can get it on PS4. <laughs> and hopefully on Switch and Xbox. Hopefully. Can you get it on PC? Uh, you'd have to Google it. If you can get it on Xbox, you can get it on PC. I don't know. I don't right? Know. Well, you could probably. Oh, I don't know yeah, if you can get it wrong the about that? An emulated version of it. If only I had a computer in front of me to look that up. All right, let's <laughs> move on only. to the next uh, story. <laughs> this is a, an update from last week. We were talking about the coronavirus, COVID-19 um so we were talking about a lot of things being uh delayed or Mm -hmm. put off so gdc game developers conference has officially been postponed to summer um i think i've heard some updates since then saying it's postponed indefinitely i don't know if that's entirely true that might just be rumors or what people think is going Mm -hmm. to happen 
but yeah, same thing where there a lot of people were pulling out uh, and they decided we're just not going to have this for fear of spreading the virus. Yeah. Smart move, which you know. sucks, but yeah, it's understandable precautions, especially when it comes to large groups traveling from all mm-hmm. around the world mm-hmm. and confining in one small area when there's a, a virus spreading around. <laughs> yeah, probably for the better. It's it's very it's gonna be very interesting to see how this year pans out. We were talking about it last week, obviously. Yeah, it's like with E three too, you know. So that moves on to the next thing that I have open here is E three <laughs> is planning on moving ahead full speed despite uh, yes, coronavirus. I so concerns. I did hear about. I that. did read today though that they're waiting. They're now reconsidering. Oh, uh, that's hot yeah. news. Yeah, I didn't even. Hear I want to say yet. I read that this afternoon. They're waiting until April to make the call. Yeah, they're not. So I, till I guess they're full speed ahead for now for until now. And unless things get way worse. And I think April, some they have, probably have a cutoff point in April where they're yeah. going to say this is when we make the decision. They're definitely keeping an eye on it. That's yeah. interesting because I didn't hear that yet. Well, yeah, because yeah, I know because I've been reading into it a little bit because I've got friends who like do this kind of science for a living. And yeah. like, mm-hmm. one of the reasons they're probably waiting is uh, the one of the reasons it's been so bad spreading is that viruses spread a lot easier in the cold. Right. So right. us being in winter has been really bad. So some are some people are theorizing that when the warmer months get to us, it's actually going to slow it down a little bit. So they're hoping, right? That's what they're yeah, hoping. That is the hope. But historically, viruses have also once it has slowed down in the summer, they pick up like and two, get worse twofold in the fall. So yeah, it's a it's a dangerous game trying to predict the the lifespan or it's the life yeah. cycle Everyone of the virus. Just wash your hands. Yes, everybody, please wash your hands. That's all you have to do. All the gross men mm-hmm. that uh. use the bathroom at where Andrew and I work. Who, the head of HR took a mean dump. <laughs> I was in the stall. I heard him. <laughs> walked out of the stall, briefly put his hands under the water for like maybe a second and a half, oh. and then walked out. Oh, dude, no please. soap, no scrubbing. Head of HR. <laughs> I will never touch his hands. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Everyone should just take Nintendo's approach and do digital press conferences. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. But, yeah, so we might... Obviously, the GDC, is it's not going to affect... A lot of people have concerns that it's going to affect, what about all the game announcements? That's not really what GDC yeah, is for. Yeah, that's what GDC is for. No. Um, but if... It's not really what E3 is for anymore. Yeah, e three. <laughs> that's a whole... We'll have to do a whole show about E3 as we get closer and Ooh. what it's becoming. But, um, yeah, we could... It could have an effect on the announcement of games and consoles with the new xbox coming out it's also i think it's funny that everyone just kind of started referring to it as the new xbox yeah because saying xbox series Series x X. is yeah kind of lame but yeah so we'll see where this takes us obviously it's getting worse and worse every week we're getting more confirmed cases more deaths it's spreading farther so we'll see there's no really (laughs) what if we just called it the x Box. No, no, just call it the X. It's the X. It's the X. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll get Phil Spencer on the phone. We'll pitch him this idea. Well, I'm saying it's we'll more, more of as a shorthand, you know. Oh, instead of having to say Xbox Series X the or X? the new Xbox, we just call it the X. The X. Uh, we could just call it I mean, the Xbox. I think everyone knows yeah, at this point you'll be talking about the it's, new uh, one. Bad, regardless. Yeah. In oh, term, just um, in terms of I'm going to call it the X. All right. You, you have, do you, you Derek. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. No judgment. Uh, all right. Moving on. Um, let's talk about how GameStop plans on saving itself. So, oh, What are they up to now? It's Ooh. no secret that GameStop is slowly dying to <laughs> digital downloads uh-huh. and, and uh, online stores yep. like Amazon. I haven't set foot in one in years. It's been a long time since I've actually gone into a GameStop. 
GameStop um, actually has some pretty cool, just like regular gamer swag. Yeah, they're basically. Wh- what was that website they merged with? Think Geek? Think Geek. They merged yeah. with Think Geek? Yeah, really? a couple yeah, years okay. ago. So all of the swag and stuff that you're seeing in the stores is all Think Geek stuff? I think Think Geek is. Wow, that was a sentence. <laughs> I think Think Geek is where I got a couple of those belts that I have and that Jigglypuff hat. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's yeah, it, that's right. the type of stuff that you yeah. see in there nowadays. Um, so going forward, GameStop, um, they're kind of brainstorming. And as of now, they have four experimental stores that they're going to try to okay. put out and see what sticks and what works for them. Like separate building locations? So <laughs> I think it's going to be them converting their existing ones into yeah. these new things. Okay. Guess it's probably going to be in like key market areas um, where the, it'll get the most exposure. and Because uh, this is what they do with like fast food restaurants. They do like... When they come out with like new items, they put them in key locations where like they might have a certain demographic, mm-hmm. and they test how that well they do, and then if they do well, they expand. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably what they'll probably have four stores in different areas and throughout these different plans. Yeah, I think I remember that happening years and years ago with Wendy's Breakfast. Yeah, I've yeah, had Wendy. Weird. I had I had Wendy's Breakfast like five six years ago back when it was like around i don't even remember which wendy's it was at but it was just the one and i had it randomly one morning and now it's like making yeah. a comeback now it's back yeah. yeah really they brought it back yeah it's like been trending for a little bit so, oh, I didn't know. uh growing up the taco bell in my town was one of the taco bells that they like got the stuff early so like when the cheesy gordita crunch came back it was there and then like four weeks later we'd start seeing commercials for the cheesy gordita crunch Mm. Man, uh, high Get rollers over at Waterford. <laughs> Getting hungry now. All right, so I'm going to read. There's kind of a synopsis of the four different stores. So I'm going to read those to you so you can get a gist of what they are. And we'll mm-hmm. we'll give our thoughts on if we think it's going to be successful or not. So the first one is GameStop 2.0. Okay. The foundational new GameStop 2.0 store concept dramatically cleans up the traditional GameStop layout and adds new community spaces. Cleaner, more accessible retail space is joined by couch co-op gaming on large TVs, a new hands-on accessories wall, tabletop gaming, and up to a dozen gaming bays where visitors can sit down to play games together on PC, Xbox One, PS4, or Nintendo Switch. Hmm. Obviously, those will be updated when the newer consoles Mm -hmm. come out. So that's GameStop 2.0. All right. It's just... It seems like they're kind of going the route of like a local game store for magic right but with video games but with exactly. also with a gaming cafe kind of thing yeah that sounds really cool yeah because you mentioned tabletop right yep they so, have a tabletop section so just, yeah you but like the, I, the idea of going into a store and playing couch co-op with my friends sounds cool yeah like right it seems like, like you, you have a spot to do it yeah they want it to be a place for you to kind of hang out yeah but also be a retail store so they're hoping by bringing people in hanging out you'll hear about the new cool game and you'll buy it right i'm right. sure they'll serve snacks and stuff mountain dew doritos yeah yeah obviously that's games. where they make their their small money that yeah. adds up over time and stuff like that um the next one is gamestop social gamestop social features two couch co-op gaming setups and 36 gaming bays where visitors can sit down to play games together on pc xbox one ps4 nintendo switch gamestop low or gamestop social is designed for watch parties esports tournaments coding classes vacation camps birthday parties and more okay hmm. okay that sounds so, yeah internet that's cafe cool yeah cafe. yeah exactly yeah um having a place to go to watch esports tournaments or host a land party for yeah your friends that was the with big it, one for me that's cool like we don't have any place local where we can just go and be, oh the new leagues game is on or the big league games on let's what go to this the, place uh, esports bar and pizzeria we're gonna open it's a hey. it's work in progress <laughs> we're gonna maybe one so, day there's a place 
in North Providence that I drive by all the time that might be that, but it also might be closed like permanently okay. and it used to be that but i always drive by it and i see the the signs for it but they're all like xbox 360 ps3 okay so i'm like i don't know if this place is Someone real i have to do to, this five years too early it. is what you're saying yeah because uh, that's what it, i think it so, was supposed to be like that like a social hangout bar esports place yeah not just like a land cafe to make it like marketable mm-hmm. but i think it was just way too ahead of its time oh yeah yeah like <laughs> esports have esports have boomed up so much yeah. since then like, like now would be a time to do something like yeah that. like league of legends is the third most popular sport in america really yeah it goes right before right behind nfl and nba is league of legends yeah wow it's more popular than baseball golf hockey, hockey. yeah yeah <laughs> that i did not see coming it's crazy and yeah that's, right that's is that just league of legends just or is that all league of esports? legends that's just, no, league, just of legends. league of legends oh it's a good it's a good time to be a nerd <laughs> yeah right i would like something like this this would be really cool yeah. I, I could totally see us going and watching the big league game or a cool smash tournament that's happening yeah. i would have so loved like, something like this when i was 14 yeah, yeah. right i mean like before we get on to the next two like it currently sounds like they're trying to pull like a, a barnes and noble like how they like you know, compete with Amazon. They got like all the Starbucks in there now. Yeah. Like, all these different things. It's more of there. a place to hang out than just go and buy your media. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because yeah, if you've like the last time I've been into one, it's like it's a cramped little place. It's just walls of games. Like you go in, you go out. You're not hanging around and browsing. Usually, if you're going there, you had a plan. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. See, for me now is I hate going there because now it's just walls of crap. Yeah. It's not <laughs> even walls of game. It's not you know. It's like they're trying like in the past two, three years they're trying you know they've got the the swag the what are the the Figurines. Funko Pop oh, shit dude. walls like <laughs> oh, I don't even want to walk in love the store. This next one then. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Okay. GameStop Pop. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> GameStop Pop was designed with the hardcore collector in mind. These are still game there are still games and couch co-op gaming, but the shelves are filled with exclusive gaming collectibles, apparel, and accessories. Derek, tell me how you feel about this. Concept. I will never walk into that store in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's very—it's throwing it in your face way too much. Yeah, yeah it's a bit too niche. Yeah, I think a lot of the stuff they have is pretty cool, but the Funko Pops can get excessive sometimes. Yeah, there's a Funko Pop for. Everything. I get a like a small little display, but when there's an entire like wall dedicated oh God, to yeah. it, yeah. I like—I don't even want to walk in there. I briefly worked at Toy Vault for uh, a little more than a summer, but. Just while I was there, I watched the Funko Pop wall slowly yeah. get bigger over time. It's that entire wall now. Yeah, I went in there recently. It's almost an entire wall. Just I mean, Funko they have Pop. like another shelf across from it too. I get why. Like yeah. people are obsessed with them and yeah. will yeah. buy like any and every single one for their their favorite games. But yeah, like, I mean, to be fair, I, I have four of them in my house. Yeah, there was a period of time after I moved out of my parents' house uh, for the first time that I just collected a bunch of them. I got a bunch of Overwatch ones. I have. Some from different animes, and then one time I saw Dick in a Box ones, so <laughs> I instantly bought those. That's understandable. Just, why can't they open like a Funko Pop store, and that'll be the store that sells the Funko Pops? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, this is basically what GameStop is. All the current GameStops are transitioning into is already kind of this. Yeah, where you go to buy your games, but it's also go where you go to buy your cool gamer shirts and that yeah, type of stuff, I... which I don't need. Yeah, I don't know. I can see the demographic. Fam Gamer just does it better, in my opinion. Yeah. I like their stuff is more subtle and mm, well thought out. That's the kind of gaming memorabilia I like the most is like stuff that's subtle, but if you know like what it's from, then it's really cool. Like the Gygus shirt that I had. I had no idea. I thought that was just a cool like, or it could have been a band. Persona 5 socks. Those are cool. (laughs) But yeah, the stuff that they currently sell in GameStop's 
you see the shirts, it's like, I'm a yeah. gamer! Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't like the ones that are, like, clearly just concept art, or not even concept art, like, official artwork for games or just logos. Yeah, yeah it's a bit too flashy. Yeah. It's, I'm it's totally the, with it's, you. I like the subtlety. The shirts you used to see in, like, the discount shirt store... And now, but now they're like, you know, it's just now like, they're high price. Now they're high price shirts. Yeah. <laughs> it's not some shitty sh- shirt my aunt or something would buy, you know, you, yeah, right. and you maybe wear it once and realize how dumb it is. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to the last one. GameStop Retro, a new store concept built on the foundation of GameStop 2.0. GameStop Retro is specifically designed to collect the best library of pre-owned games from the Toulouse area. So this is obviously we're going to build that first one. Mm-hmm. Tulsa, not Toulouse. Tulsa. What's Tulsa? <laughs> uh, Tulsa. Where's, where's Tulsa? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh. <laughs> a lot of gamers in Oklahoma. Displays of the best <laughs> modern games there. are supported <laughs> by hundreds of classic games and consoles, as well as, as four gaming bays that feature CRT t- televisions and a wide variety of old school gaming okay. consoles. So oh. I don't see that as something that you can expand worldwide it's such a niche thing yeah not a lot of people are into retro gaming it's a very specific thing it's a very small group although i love the idea of being able to go and like buy old games though so the thing is there's local game stores and local old toy stores across the world that do this yeah like we have toy vault locally uh i want there's uh, a couple smaller stores too exactly you basically see the equivalent of that store spread out throughout the country so and the people who are already into their retro gaming and looking for those things are going to be going to those stores already. Right. They're they're already like they're like a community already. Essentially, you know, mm-hmm. that can be around the store and the own. You know, it's privately owned and stuff like that. Exactly. I mean, I could easily see them stepping into this kind of place, but then they'll see the the co-op or co-op couch gaming, and there's probably going to be if so with these being scattered. Obviously, you're probably not going to have like a GameStop 2.0 really close to a GameStop retro. Yeah. So they're kind of going to be cross, mm. um, like filling the similar purposes. So I'm sure the people who are into the collecting those retro games aren't going to want to go deal with the people that are sitting there being loud. Cause it's obviously, right, right. it's an older group. So compared to a younger group. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's going to be kids playing Fortnite all hanging out there. Cause having their birthday party. Exactly. Yeah, and they've got pizza and soda pop and they're, and you're not going to have a guy going in. <laughs> I'm looking for Ninja Gaiden on the NES in, <laughs> in pristine condition while wow, there's those kids yeah. doing their Fortnite yeah, dances. Exactly. So I don't think people are going to be interested in this one. Honestly, the one I think will be the most successful would be GameStop social. Yeah. I um, think so as well. Just because I mean, don't underestimate the average consumer and their pop funkos. Honestly, <laughs> it, they should just have one bigger store. That's all. That's of this. all of these. GameStop 3.0. Yeah, <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's where they're going. Game Town. The return of the games. <laughs> yeah. I think I agree with you on this one, Jeff. I think the social is the way they're gonna go. Because even like with that first one, they said if they could integrate the tabletop games as well, mm. like then you're just expanding your the amount of people you can get in there. Yeah. Like have a space for, you know, hey, you don't have a and d group. Come on in. Like we'll give you a space kind of thing. Yeah. I definitely – esports is on the rise more so than it's right, ever been. Right. It's getting huge. Uh-huh. And there aren't really um, stores that do this type of thing where it's like there's the big game. Come and watch it here. That doesn't exist. So if GameStop can break into that early and become the big name for yeah, doing yeah. that – 
it could be really beneficial for them. So yeah, I'd like to see them do it. You know, like, yeah, I do have some fond memories from GameStops, but just you know what they've become is not what they once were. Yeah, exactly. I mm-hmm. I so, get my games from different means yeah, now. It's, it's time to evolve. Yeah. I either download my games or get them shipped to my house. Yeah, so it'll be cool to see them grow and change. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Okay. Did you hear that you can get a Tamagotchi in Call of Duty oh Modern Warfare? Wait, what? <laughs> what? A Tamagunchi? Yeah, I kid <laughs> you not. actually what it's you called? Can get, yeah, they're called Tamagunchis. And it's just because one of the big aspects of Modern Warfare is uh, uh-huh. wristwatches that you can get on. And they're, All right. They're basically like the knives of Counter-Strike where uh-huh. you collect them and you, you get better, cooler ones and you show them off by equipping them. This is just a Tamagotchi. And... You need to feed it, and you need to take care of it. Otherwise, it will die. Okay. So it's a mini game. It's a yeah. It's a game within a game. I don't get it. Why? I'm pretty sure it's also bugged right now and doesn't work. <laughs> Wait, actually? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like, see the, that. The animation doesn't work correctly, so you can't do those things. Oh, so it's just. I want to say I, I read that on the the Modern Warfare subreddit. Oh, uh, see, I haven't. I never go on that subreddit or any Call of Duty related <laughs> subreddit. So. Oh, interesting. So that, that's even worse. That's so dumb. Yeah. Just, I don't know. just why? I, that's what I said. Uh, Alec from work told me about this because he's a big oh, Call of Duty okay. fan. Also, it costs $10 what? to get this in-game. Yeah. I don't okay. Know. Seems like more effort than it's worth. Yeah. More money than it's worth. You, you like, just buy a real Tamagotchi. You really like the new Call of Duty. So I, I do like, yeah, the game The game itself at its core uh, is, is, is really good. I still play it a lot. Um, I don't. I just don't even look at the the store page to because the you numbers have to. Yeah. Well, it's just because then like you see the the you know oh this thing is twenty five dollars and it's a pink gun that shoots pink bullets. Wow. For Valentine's Yay. Day, and you know what people people buy them, and that's why it's twenty five. We you know we could have a whole conversation about microtransactions. Yeah. Um. For a quick for call it like. Just for because we're talking about modern warfare, the landscape of microtransactions is changing. It's going away from loot boxes. Loot boxes used to be the way you got people. They were cheap, but you could buy a lot of them, and you ne- didn't get the chance to have your stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, almost every game is getting rid of loot boxes and saying, "Here you go. You can just buy it, but it's fifteen dollars." Yeah, this is the the League of Legends route, the Fortnite route, mm-hmm. right? Which well, is honestly, I prefer because there's so much junk I don't want. And every once in a while, there is that one thing that I do want. And in the end, I'm going to be spending less money. But it's, I don't know, microtransactions as a whole is still... So I, I think the pri- it's the pricing point is always going to be the controversy. Yeah. Of how much your company's charging us for these you know, $10 for an in-game watch that you don't actually... you only I don't even know how you look at it. I have one that I got like in the Battle Pass. Uh, and it tells me what my like rank is or something. I don't know. Uh, but... You can't even see it in the game. Like, there's no button for it's it. Like, I don't. There might be. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but I was thinking about it the other game. It's like you know, I have this thing on my watch that tells me something. But like when I'm holding the gun in the game, I can't see it. So what the hell is this for? That's because I saw that. You know, okay. So like, wh- how are you going to use the stupid Tomagunchi? Tomagunchi. What? You know what? People are going to buy it. Tomagotcha. So now let me let me ask you guys a question. Do you think the change in direction of the whole paid DLC paid? Uh, What's the word? Microtransactions. All the microtransactions are 
like shying away from loot boxes because of what we heard last year about all the different countries saying Absolutely. that they fall under gambling. Yeah, because there's oh, yeah. there's some countries where you legally cannot put loot boxes in your game, so then they would mm-hmm. have to either change how that works within their game just for that country, mm-hmm. or so now what people are doing are developing their games where they don't even have to worry about it. It's the blanket. Yeah. And I honestly, I think it's for the better. Being able to buy, know what you're buying, say, I want this thing, give the game money, and you get that thing. Definitely for the better in the long run. And yeah, like on occasion, like yeah, if I see something that's really cool, like I'll throw you a few bucks for that if it's you know cool enough, or if it's you know like once in a while. And I've even seen sometimes I forget which game did it, but there was one game where once like, well, hey, we're putting out this skin or this thing, and like it goes, the proceeds go to charity. Like mm-hmm. that's yeah. cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. A, a lot of, of games took advantage of that for the uh, the Australia for Australia Wildfire fundraiser. Yes, mm-hmm. like a lot of games were, made a lot of money just because they did stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like okay, yeah, that's a way I can help out the world yeah. a little bit, but it's also you know cool for my game. So those I'm kind of okay with because at least you know it has a purpose beyond making the money. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah. Interesting. Tamagunchi? Tama, yeah, I think it's Tamagunchi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever. Just, I'm, I'm just upset why. that the little pet you take care of isn't also a gun. I think that was a lost opportunity. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Feed it bullets, <laughs> polish it. Wouldn't it poop bullets? Or is probably the point both. of a gun? Both. <laughs> yeah. Both. <laughs> Guns don't have digestive systems. <laughs> um. Okay, so there was a big announcement for competitive Super Smash Brothers. Yes. Oh. Um, they announced the Smash World Tour. So this is the most uh, money and tournament organization mm. that's ever gone into competitive Smash. Grassroots. So so it's for both Melee and Ultimate, mm-hmm. and it's a tournament. It's a bunch of tournaments throughout the year that gain you points based on how you place. And these uh, are like tournaments that already existed. Yes. They're, oh, okay. they're also adding a couple new ones, but it's a lot of them are point systems on existing ones. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the year, the 31 top players who scored throughout all these tournaments, and there's A, B, and C tiers based on how many people are competing. Mm-hmm. I believe they, it's, what, platinum, gold, and silver? Yeah, that's what it is. Um, yeah. And you get more points if you're playing in a platinum one than if you're playing okay. a gold and then if you're playing a silver one. So the top... 31 players with the most points at the end are going to this tournament at the end of the year called the Smash World Tour Finals. Uh, and then there's also a last chance qualifier for everyone else to try to get that 30-second spot. Uh, and oh, then there's cool. mm-hmm. there's $250,000 worth of money uh, yep. to be doled out at this tournament. Which is still pretty small in the grand scope of things. Where there's League of Legends players individually making a hundred or million dollars. dollars yeah. Um, so yeah, still small but huge for the Smash. Right. Game. Yeah. Right. This is like the Just biggest have, like yeah. you know prize pool of any Smash tournament that's ever existed. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm very cool. excited about this. It's it gives Smash players a chance to make this even more of a career than they did because right now. Yeah. You, it's so hard to become a professional Smash player and live yeah. just by playing Smash by winning tournaments. Basically, if you're not sponsored and getting money from a big mm-hmm. esports organization like Team Liquid or Cloud9 or TSM, it's very hard to sustain being able to travel across the yep. the continent. Mm-hmm. And then now even there, some of the big tournaments in Japan are going to be a part of uh, the yep. Smash World they're, Tour. Uh, they're making it better for the international competition because oh, cool. a lot of the big tournaments that happen yeah. do happen in the U.S., so a lot of uh, international players have a disadvantage because they can't travel. Yeah, but now 
with this being a thing with the points and there's some platinum level tournaments in Japan and France, mm-hmm. oh, there's probably going to be more North American players traveling to those countries to play in them because they're going to be able to win more money and sustain themselves. So it's just so much better for the whole ecosystem of competitive Well, Smash do Bros. the do the uh, sanctioned events have bigger payouts as a result or is all the money just going into the I finals? I think all the money just goes into the, the finals. Because I know tournament. that the winner of both Melee and Ultimate get 40000 each. Yeah. And second place gets 20, right? I believe I don't remember the numbers so. exactly, but it's still huge. That's all so much money for a Smash player. But yeah. if you're a player, say you're Mars and you're having a pretty decent season and Umabura 6 is happening in Japan, mm-hmm. and if you're like, if I can place top eight in this tournament, it'll get me enough points to be able to make it into the tournament. Right. Mm-hmm. It gives them chances. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, I'm going to Japan. This is worth it for me. You know? So that'll be yeah. really cool. You'll see more players at yeah, more events. I'm excited for the future of this. It's a... Uh, Really, really good for the Smash scene just as a whole, like we said, because it's almost impossible to have your l- profession be Smash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be, especially with, like, the lack of support from Nintendo. You know, the biggest payouts we've seen at tournaments are, like, small invitational tournaments like Thunder Gaming, where it was, like, I think DeBuzz won ten or $20,000. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, you know, Hungrybox, the unequivocal best melee player mm. for the last five years basically ever since armada retired mm-hmm. um wins almost every single events event he attends for like a couple of years didn't place outside top two uh was sponsored by team liquid one of the premier esports leagues also worked a full-time engineering job throughout like an entire yeah. year of being dominant in melee you know, like he can't support himself even by being that dominant. Yeah. So Especially stuff like this is needed. I think melee even more so than ultimate Me- or melee makes less money than ultimate, which sucks because it's been around for so yeah, long. Yeah, Melee is the the one who, you know, drove the it's scene the to the eSport that won't now. die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. no matter how many Evos it gets kicked out of. Andrew and I are huge Smash fans and we play a lot of Smash. We watch a lot of competitive Smash. So this is really big news for us and really exciting stuff. So yeah. I wanted to share that with you yeah, guys. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. Be like, we yeah. can, maybe you guys can come join us when we watch the UO finals at GameStop Social. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Come watch competitive Smash with us. Hey, heck yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about... Oh, you already did that one. All right, Derek. Tell me about Valorant. Oh, man. I, I'm pretty interested in, in this game. So Valorant, for those who don't know, is Riot Games' new first-person shooter game. They just announced. Uh, we got gameplay footage for it. They just revealed today the first new char- or the first character mm-hmm. in all their abilities. Phoenix, I think. I think it was yeah. Called? yeah. I didn't get a chance to look at them. I'll definitely do that later today. But uh, yeah, it's from what I've heard, it's a combination of kind of the gameplay of uh, CSGO mm-hmm. with planning a bomb and it's round base. Mm-hmm. Yep. Y- you have a hero shooter style like Overwatch where it's character based with different abilities. Yep. And then um, uh, there's a third game that people were throwing in the mix comparing it to. But I don't League remember. of Legends. No. Well, it's in the le- it, isn't it in the League of Legends nope, world? It is not. It's no, entirely it's separate. I thought separate. Valorant was the continent. Uh, no, that's... Um, Runeterra is the planet. Valor- Valoran is... Oh. Yeah, it's a so different. It's, oh, okay, so it's like yeah. slightly different. Yeah, it's a different Weird. thing. Yeah. It's not in the League of Legends universe. So okay. this is the first thing Riot's done that's not in the League universe. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, Derek, I know you play the most first in first person yeah. shooters out of all of us. So tell us, tell me why you're excited about this. So, uh, so it, it it's a tactical shooter, which is like the big, yes. uh, I think, dis, uh, description, just dis, just descriptor. Uh, so it's it's all it's 
you know, very extremely, extremely, extremely low time to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, like one bullet to the head one will bullet kill to the head. An It's all round, ba- all, you know, all matches are round based. I think as they said, a match is 25 rounds. Which is insane. I was hearing but, that uh, one round can take, or one match, if you go all 25 rounds, can take up to an hour. So it yeah. could be MOBA length for this game, which is crazy. Um and but so obviously it's big biggest comparison right now is Counter Strike yeah um and so it, it's taking it's basically you know I, people you know people say oh Counter is Counter Strike with Overwatch but it's it's not I it's not Overwatch it is not Overwatch no yeah. the other game that people Absolutely are comparing not. it to is Rainbow Six Siege that Rainbow was Six Siege. So okay so that's probably closer it's than Overwatch much closer I think but uh Rainbow Six Siege I think is a much slower paced game. Yeah, yeah from the gameplay Counter I have Strike. seen from Rainbow Six. Yeah. Uh Rainbow Six is much more um strategical and tactical when it comes to uh like planning. Mm-hmm. Uh that like planning for for stuff, but where it, like um you know CS:GO it's a lot more reacting and playing on the go- like during the match. Yeah. Um but so yeah, like the 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 big thing from what I've seen, uh, I watched a couple gameplay videos. It's you know just like Counter Strike where you're you enter everyone enters the match with the same you know the first beginning of the match everyone has the kind of the, the same playing level field. Um, I don't know I can't remember what the starting m- money or current like what what you have to start with. But basically, yeah. in order to get guns, you have to buy them, and so you have to spend your money to buy the gun. If you lose the gun during the match, you lose the gun, and you have to like save money. So you know you finally get enough money to buy that really good rifle, and you die and lose it. You lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, so economy becomes like extremely important. Like, what are you spending your money on? Um, what are you buying? Are you accidentally? You know, you saved up your money and bought that you know great sniper rifle, and then you lost it, and the other team picked it up. Now they have it, and they got it for free. So a uh, uh, you know. Buying and stuff like that, at least when it comes to competitive, you know, the higher competitive end matters. Um, but the big thing is the abilities are part of that eco- economy. Yeah. So it's not just like every match you're going to come in and people are spamming their abilities everywhere. It's going to be, pe- you know, people are going to pick, okay, I want this ability at, for this time and maybe I can synergize it with this other guy we've got on our team because he can buy his, you know, his E ability or whatever and we can work together. So. Um, that aspect of it is, I think, really cool. It adds a little bit more to the genre. Um, I used to play... I played Counter-Strike 1.6, so long before CSGO, a lot in high school. Um, but then I stopped, and then CSGO came out, and I, like, just... I never could get into CSGO, and I always felt like I was... Like, it was too late to get into it because the skill ceiling has already risen so high. Yeah. Um, so I was like, uh, when they announced it was like going to be a tactical shooter with hero based abilities, okay, great. Something to get into on the ground floor, mm-hmm. something that shakes it up just a little bit that, you know, people can't just go from CS and start dominating. Um, you know, there is a little bit of, of, you know, there'll be a little bit of a learning curve to it. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, I think for me is why I'm so excited for it is cause this is something to get into at the ground floor and, um, be at a kind of level playing field. Yeah, I think I'm in the exact same boat because I never got into Counter-Strike. I think I probably played like a couple of games one time mm-hmm. with some of my friends. Uh, but I'm not a big first-person shooter guy in general. I'm very bad at them. So uh, the the addition <laughs> of abilities uh, really helps out because mm-hmm. like I like Overwatch a lot because I can be good at the game without needing to aim 
sometimes right, right. you know like characters like winston i can just hit the left click button and deal damage to people yeah, yeah uh yeah. so like you know the abilities are a big uh improvement and i wanted and i like i counter-strike's you know a pretty big esport and i part of mm-hmm. me wants to get into it just to like be you know in the know right uh right. but the other part of me doesn't because i'm not a big fan of the style of gameplay in general so like hopefully this will be a good you know stepping stone for me so don't get too excited about abilities you were comparing the abilities to winston this game's not going to be like that yeah, all, yeah all i know it was more of just like a, a small thing most of the abilities like almost none of them are going to be abilities that kill people there's not going to be big explosions yeah. they're all going to be You'd, like stuff, utility based exactly yeah. uh making it so that you put up a smoke screen or you have a drone to kind of scope out your opponents they're all things that are more about they're tactical Ma- they're not yeah, yeah. Control. yeah. I, kn- I knew that okay yeah but i just wanted to make sure you're yeah. not going and in. even i think th- there are some uh, i was reading through like the character list whatever they have on their website there are some that do damage but they don't do a lot of damage it's yeah. you know there's no one shot kill ability or whatever because that that can just ruin balancing yeah if, that's not what this uh, game like, is about none of the ultimates i think like do anything crazy in amounts of damage they might do some damage that would give you an edge in a match but it's you know not something insane where like you know you can walk in as Reaper and kill the whole team. Yeah, with so, one press of a button. So an ability that might make it so that someone will die in two bullets to the chest as opposed to three or something like that. Right. Um, I'm excited about this because like Andrew, I'm very bad at first-person shooters, but having an insanely low uh, T2K makes it so that I'm I often get can get the first shot off on people, mm-hmm. but my skills are so bad I hit them and they have enough time to turn around and kill me because. <laughs> After I hit him with that first thing, I get excited and I do the woo and move my my mouse hand around and like do the silhouette around their body with my bullets. So I'm excited about this. I'll definitely play it with you. It's supposed to come out in the summer of this year, which is pretty soon. Surprisingly, yeah. yeah. I, expect so, this I was to hoping maybe four months or so. The announcement they're going to announce like an, a beta or something. Yeah, um, I'm sure we'll get something. Yes, in, I, before so. I hope so. Just waiting for that fighting game. <laughs> the league fighting game yeah yeah i'm excited about this we'll have to squad up the four of us yeah. and play we'll have to find a fifth person who'd want to play with us um i'm down as soon as this computer's built <laughs> keep struggling it'll happen eventually T- I, I pulled Con. the horrible t will absolutely play this with us yeah just two dead parts that i ordered yeah one of which is just masking the other so yeah you're right that's even the worst that's the worst yeah, motherboard was shot so fans stopped revving but now it's still boot looping so okay now it's the ram <laughs> um you are you're not you're returning these and getting a new part for free right you're not yeah, yeah. okay good. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure you're not <laughs> double paying because that would be right been could have been bad yeah um i got, I got the motherboard I, unfortunately i did to purchase more ram because it was we didn't realize the RAM was dead until long after my return window. Yeah. yeah and with the RAM stop going out of business, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Last bit of news we're going to talk about. So remember how the other day or last week? Or two, two weeks ago? No, I think it would have been last week. Last week was Earthbound. Yeah, but we still talked about what we were playing beforehand. Oh, what we were playing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we were talking. I thought you were t- maybe going it was at a different ago. angle. Uh, we were talking about the Last of Us movie, uh-huh. and I had brought it up, and Derek was saying, you were saying, no, they're not making a Last of Us movie. You're crazy. Well, you're right. They're not making a Last of Us movie. They're making yeah. a Last of Us TV, TV show. show. Yeah. 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 So how do you feel now that it would be expanded across, I don't know, say six to eight episodes, so it's. Better. Four times the length of a movie. And yeah, also with the information that it's being made by the original writer-director of right. The Last of Us and the guy who made Chernobyl. Uh, when I saw that, Ooh, I yeah, was like, that's... okay, now this sounds like it could be really good. Yeah, it got me really excited. So 
uh, I beat The Last of Us over the last week. Oh, nice. So when we move on to what we've been playing, I'm going to talk a lot yeah. about The Last of Us. I'm very excited about it. I look forward it. to it. But yeah, this is a thing now, apparently. That would be... This sounds like it would be really cool. Yeah. They could do a very good job with and this. And then... With the names that are currently mm-hmm. attached to it. And then what? Oh, sorry. Uh, um, and then they can do a crossover with uh, Fast and Furious called The Fast of Us. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Think about it. I don't want that racing at all. The Fast of Us. No. It's perfect. Um, no. Yeah. No. This is going to be cool. I don't know. I'm excited about it. Obviously, there's only so much talking you can do about it because they just announced right, that they're going to start right. working on it. It's going to be years before we see anything from this, but let's do it. I'm yeah, fully no, on board this, with that. This excites me very much. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to know how when they like how far into this are they are they writing it? Cuz I I know I want to say I read a tweet or something that said Neil said uh that he's this is what he's working on next. Yeah. Like he's going from finishing the last of us to which I'm guessing he's done. Mm-hmm. Right. So at what point did he hop over to this and start working on it? Um well, yeah. I mean, the Last of Us Part Two was supposed to be out by now, right? When and when did say Chernobyl came out? What last summer? Yes. So, yeah, I could say probably I, they're maybe, probably in pre-production yeah, right now, probably writing it, planning it, figuring out who they want to play. We might see a cast list by the end of the Jackman. year. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman. and uh, a de-aged. Oh, what's her name? I don't remember her name. Uh, she was Kitty Pride in the X Men movie. She's oh. Juno. Oh, uh, don't Ellen Page. Yeah. Ellen Page. Yeah. Yeah. DH Ellen Page. <laughs> <laughs> and her name is Ellen, which is shortened to Ellie. It's perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, any other news things that anyone saw that they want to bring up? Not particularly. No, I don't think I have anything. No. They're, they're uh, I'm trying to think. I think I had like one or two. One of them was was this. Yeah. Um, but I don't think the other one was. Clearly not important. Clearly not that important. Yeah. All right, cool. So we'll take a break right now then, and when we get back, we'll just talk about what we've been playing lately, which has been a lot of things. Lot of things. <laughs> Looking right, forward I got, to I got a few things. Sweet. All right, cool. 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 All right, we're back. So... Let's talk about what we've been playing lately. Uh, we haven't really talked about this in the last couple of weeks because we had really big yeah. topics, so we kind of skipped not over it. Yeah, it was more of a quick touch up. But let's get really in depth about what we've been playing. Who wants to go first? Uh, well, we were just coming off of the heels of the Last of Us show, so you wanted me to talk about the Last of Us. I say go for it. Okay, or maybe you should go last. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on how, how much you're gonna talk. A lot. Okay, one of us should go first. The first of us. My two things that I'm talking about, I'm gonna be talking about a lot of. So okay, um, right. I'll I'll go first. Okay. okay. All right. I gotta. So, um, I started playing, or no, I continued playing the Outer Worlds. Okay. So I I started the Outer Worlds a while back. Not Wilds Worlds. Uh, not Wilds, Worlds. Yes. Yes. Big the, difference there. The space fallout. Yeah. Space fallout, New Vegas. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I had started it, you know, back when it came out, played it a bunch, kind of got a little bored. So I, I picked it back up this week because I want to I want to finish it mm-hmm. and re- uninstall it from my computer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I'm starting to feel how this game could have. It feels like the beginning of something like it could have been so much more. Yeah, that's so when it first came out, everyone was really high on it. Yeah. And then as time went on, 
that's kind of the conversation that I started to hear was this is really cool, but it fizzles out and it could have been more than it was. There's a lot of like half baked ideas. It feels like in it. Like I, I despise fallout new Vegas. Um, I take, yeah. So people like love that's, it's like the game. The internet loves is fallout new Vegas. Yeah. It's not a good game. Yeah. It okay. is a very well written game. The Obsidian did a really cool job with the writing. I I get that, but is it is just a like it's just Fallout Three but worse but with better writing. <laughs> like that's all it is, and that's why I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I've never uh, been. A I've fan tried of to play it so fallouts. many times. I have it on my computer. Like I'm like one day I will force myself to play through all of it because I know it's worth it. Like story wise, and it is like a good game to play through. But the gameplay is just so bad. Interesting. Uh, There's a lot of people who consider it their favorite Fallout. Yes. It is not my favorite is, Fallout. Would you say it's your least it favorite Fallout? It is my Fallout? least favorite Fallout. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It, uh, so the Outer Worlds does some things better. The gunplay in the Outer Worlds is like leagues and leagues ahead is better. The writing in Outer Worlds is pretty good. Uh, I, I can't say if it's on par with New Vegas, but I've heard people say like, yeah, it's like back to that form Obsidian's. You know, Obsidian's been pretty good at writing, but the overall like rest of the game is just bleh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, and I I was thinking, I was like comparing it to to Fallout Three, Fallout uh, Fallout 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 Four, um, kind of its competition, Skyrim, mm-hmm. uh, other kind Bethesda of its, games. Yeah, g- games you you compare it to, yeah. uh, even like. Uh, like Far Cry Three, okay, um, and there's just like no the gameplay is just like very. Ugh. I heard it's condensed. The game as a whole, yeah, it's a very condensed experience. Very condensed con- in comparison to say Fallout Four or Skyrim. The the open world, which there is kind of like an open world, you know, on each planet. So some planets are tiny, and there's like nothing to do. But it it just feels empty. Like you go, I'm on. Uh, I think I'm like at the middle planet right now. I'm like half halfway ish, a little through the game, and it's like a little bit bigger. There's more. There's like more to it, it seems. But then you like start walking around, and it's just like, oh, here's like enemies. Here's other enemy place. Another enemy place. Here's other town that you can go to. Okay, walk. Oh, you want to go to the next place? Okay, here's a little enemy squad. Little enemy squad. Oh, there's the next town. You made it. And it just feels like, like, I don't, if I want to, like, go off the beaten path to, like, maybe try and find something cool, it's just like, oh, no, it's just random enemies that are here for no reason. Is there variation in the enemies? Are you fighting, basically? Uh, So, I think each planet has, like, their own, like, fauna and, uh, like, I guess, like, bandits that are there, but it's just more, it's like more bandits. Um, Okay. And nothing. So part of the, I think the big criticism of the game is the game is very easy. So nothing poses a threat to you. It's not like in in Fallout where if you like accidentally ran into a Deathclaw area way too early, you were like fucked. Or like some of the some of the like animal you know the, the mutated animals were like shit. Like I don't want to fight this weird bee thing. Like it's you know because of the shitty aiming system, it made yeah. it like really hard. Like but because this game plays so well, like the antiquated way of kind of like the, you know that new vegas and fallout 3 uh 
made you kind of afraid of enemies mm-hmm. doesn't really work. Not that they're trying to do that, but it's like that. that's what used to make you afraid is that like I can't fight this Deathclaw because it's literally hard to shoot, and so I need to wait till I have something that does more damage quicker. So there's not a sense of exploration and danger driving you forward in this game that kind of right. exists in, in Fallout and Skyrim? Uh, yeah, and these other other games that do open world shooters well. Uh, Are there interesting hmm. random missions that pop up? Because like, in Skyrim and Fallout 4, you could run into someone completely random that'll say something along the lines of in Skyrim. Uh, you have a dwarven arrow. Have you heard about the dwarven yeah. museum? I need you to go there and do this. And it's so random and it takes you to another part of the map. D- so does that so, exist in this game? Like a little bit, but it seems like it's every, all the side quests and get and stuff you get like are come from talking to people that like are in your linear path. So gotcha. it's like, Hey, go, we need you to go to this planet and talk to these people. And cause we need a, a key to, or we need, space jelly we need space jelly <laughs> um and the person says all right i can give you space jelly but like for, but you know i'm having a hard time with uh the marauders over there can you go deal with them and so you're like okay yeah i'll go deal with the marauders and then you go deal with the marauders and the the person's like uh we yeah, ate all the we'll, space jelly <laughs> yeah we ate all the space jelly but i know where the space jelly monster is but before you can go do that i need you to clear out this town over here and then you go over there and then like on the way you meet someone and they're like oh you're on your way to that town can you grab this for me and it's just it's, so it's like nothing branches off and sends you in another direction and feels it's like, like already things yeah are doing. I, it, it, it stacks a, a quest upon a quest like oh as long right. as you're here anyway I, I never felt like I was running into something that I might miss if I just like walked by, you know, if I didn't turn or make a right where I should have took a left, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, then there is little tiny things where it's like they try, they're trying to do it. So I was trying to walk from one place to another, and instead of going the route around the mountain, I decided to walk up the mountain, and there's like a little path, and I walked into what was these two rocks like split in half and like a location thing comes up and it says like the sundered stone and i'm like ooh, this is cool and then there's a hammer in the middle and it's called like the hammer of odysseus and i was like wow okay that's pretty cool and then i like picked it up and it's like useless (laughs) i was like well that was fun for a second i guess i'll just give this to my companion or something but so it was like there's like just like we want to do this but like we can't we don't have the resources yet to really do it as cool yeah see i think that like the small fetch quests with like the you know very little branching are fine as long as the rewards for those quests reflect you know the amount of work you actually did right right you know like a lot of quests in other games that you know do send you and to do harder and far away things as long as the rewards are you know good enough so that those Mm -hmm. are worth it you know then that'll make me a little better and obviously that hammer sounds cool on the surface but then but then if it's not actually, you know, worth anything useful or anything, then yeah, what's the point? Uh, yeah. The problem with items like that in open world games is if you are a player starting up the game for the first time and you just go online and type in so-and-so game, strongest weapon, like for Fallout 3, I did that. Yeah. I started up the game and I ran a halfway across the map and got the alien laser pistol that yep. could kill just about anything in one hit. And I had that at the very start of the game. <laughs> so putting insanely strong weapons just in the world to stumble upon can break the game for players who are going in 
in looking up that knowledge. But I guess See, that's I don't their... think they intend for the player to l- be looking it up. Right. I guess right. that's true. That kind of ruins the experience. Like on yeah. the flip side of that, when I played Skyrim for the first time, I stumbled upon one of those god weapon quests. Yeah, and the dawn sword. About... Yeah, you brought this up before. Yeah, so that was like a cool experience. That's what it's meant to be. Like, oh hey, I've got this awesome legendary weapon. Like halfway through the main story, just because I stumbled upon this random side quest. Mm-hmm. That's what it's meant to be. Mm. So there's there's a a quest, a kind of like side quest in the game called uh, like weapon power weapons or science i don't know so there's these science weapons throughout the game Mm -hmm. and they're like special weapons that do silly things but they don't feel like they just feel like kind of like toys for a sandbox instead of like weapons you can use in the game so i just like i got a mind control ray it's like tf2 weapons yeah like you know things that might you could use and it might like Oh, that was fun to do a funny thing. But if I want to progress the game, I just got to go back to using my heavy assault rifle that does 629 DPS Mm -hmm. and just destroys enemies in seconds because I just found it on the ground and that's what's good right now. But so it's like the makings of a good game, but it's like it's trying to be Borderlands. But worse, uh, not not that it's trying to be Borderlands. It's, it's from everything you've to... described, it sounds like Borderlands, it's like definitely... with the cool guns and the fetch quests and stuff. Uh, I mean, Borderlands is an a like and an the, the writing. The writing's not dumb like Borderlands. The writing's very good. <laughs> it's it's a very clever, fun game. But well, Borderlands is clever but dumb. I will I will give you that. <laughs> it, I I'm glad I'm playing it. I will say that, okay. but. I thought it was going to be more, and I think, like you were saying, like that's what a lot of people thought, is like, this is going to be great. It's Fallout New Vegas in space, what we've always wanted, the I sequel. Mean, yeah. And it was like, oh, it's just not that yet. I yeah. mean, let me tell you, Nick loves the Outer Worlds. Does he? Yeah, he stopped playing The Last of Us when this came out. Oh, wow. To play this, and he didn't stop playing it. Huh. Huh. I'll have to talk to him about it. Definitely. Yeah. I'm pretty whelmed by it. Pretty whelmed. <laughs> I am whelmed. That's one of my favorite <laughs> statements you can make about anything. Interesting. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people have this kind of similar thought process where it starts out really strong for them and then it kind of towards the end they're like, eh, maybe it wasn't yeah. as good as I thought it was. So interesting. Yeah. So I'll probably beat it by next week. I can give a little more insight onto my final thoughts. But, sure. Um, what else? Uh, playing more... Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally hit a point where I have to kind of grind for a little bit because uh, I realized my armor is in my armor. My weapon are not good enough to defeat the last three Elder Dragons that I have to beat. Okay. Uh, so I've got to do some grinding to build some better armor, um, and that's the first time in this game, which this like that's kind of like the loop of that this game's mm-hmm. supposed to be. But it's the first time I've actually got had to do it. Um, so I, I went and I just have to fight the same monster like 10 times to get enough materials kind of thing. So I did like two fights and got a few materials and then I was like, yeah, I don't want to, cause if I, like, each fight takes about like 20 minutes, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll come back tomorrow and, and, and <laughs> yep. do it again. But I, I am like, it's at least fun for those 20 minutes, but it's like, ah, I don't want to fight the same guy again. And when I'm at a point where like going off and doing other things right now doesn't really matter because after this point i like get hit the end game and then iceborne where everything you know what i need changes so it's like nothing i go if i go farm other things is going to really matter I'm like eh. um so but i do like that game a lot um yeah. and then i've been playing modern warfare 
Yeah. That's sweet. my like, I don't feel like thinking about anything. Is that so. your, I play just about every day, a little bit game? Yeah. I usually p- probably play an hour, two hours every day. Dang. Um, Solid. I just finished leveling up every single assault rifle. Oh yeah, your quest level. Yeah, I my quest for Damascus, right? Is that what it's called? I I don't. I don't remember. I don't know what it's called. (laughs) Tamagunchi. Uh, I am. I there's a good chance I do not get there by the time the next Call of Duty releases. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at the rate I am going, but I got what like seven months. Yeah, actually, that's that's true. If you get close, you can easily buckle down at some point and just be. Oh, I I know if I play for this amount of time and in this time frame that I can grind out exactly what I need. So it's possible. I guess don't my, doubt yourself. My big concern is like, oh, eventually I'll have to do like the riot shield. Yeah. And that can probably be time that. consuming. And so like, I, I was like, all right, I did assault rifles. Like those were pretty easy. It's pretty easy to get kills with assault yeah. rifles. So next I moved to marksman rifles. Cause I like, I know I'm not great with those. Mm-hmm. So, and then my first, five matches with the first marksman rifle i was like "Ooh, i am not good with these <laughs> like this is not a fun transition but i'm starting to get a little better i'm starting to hit, hit my headshots better yeah and, it comes with time um but i yeah i don't know i just the gameplay loop is fun a lot of people like complain about you know balancing and oh these guns are too strong but everyone complains about balancing. you just gotta game. i don't know it's a game for me that i just shut my mind off and play so i don't think about i just play the game and i know some people like take you know don't they like get into it and they take it seriously and you know when they get killed when they don't think they should have been killed they get angry (laughs) but i just if i get killed it's like oh okay well i'll just respawn and keep going that's been me with league of legends recently yeah i just like turn my brain off and play misfortune and win (laughs) yeah that's all you have to do with this patch yeah Um, i'm like and i die i'm like yeah whatever i'm misfortune i'll just kill everybody uh, so something I noticed they added, which is kind of similar to the league tournament thing that you guys did, mm-hmm. is the clash tournament. They added uh, tournaments for gunfight. So gunfight was like the new mode they added, where it's round based. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, it's two on. It's the base is two on two, and every both teams start with the same loadout, and the the guns you start with changes every two rounds, and it's like small little arena arena maps, um, and it is the funnest this game has ever been interesting yeah it are is you playing e- with dante no i i just play by myself you just pop yeah, up, so with, some pair up with some random person oh, nice so you can just hop you press you, like tournaments run every five minutes and you just like click on the button go into the queue and you just play with someone random and uh the first time i played we knocked the first team out eight eight or six to oh wow. and i was like all right we're in for it like we're doing good and then the next round i sucked really bad and we <laughs> lost and i was like fuck but it was because we got weapons I wasn't like great with. Yeah. And is it so, randomized? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty random. Like you'll get like a machine gun, and then next you could just get a just a pistol. Is and it the same for all four players? Yeah. So okay. everyone has the same. We- so it's like an even playing field. Everyone right. has the same weapon or weapons, or you know, like you. Sometimes it's just one weapon. Sometimes it's two, and then like maybe one grenade or two grenade. Like they mixes up, adds a little bit more kind of strategy to it. That does sound pretty fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. It's what got me to buy the game because I played the the gunfight beta when it came out, mm-hmm. and um, then I was like, okay, the, like the gun progression system and the multiplayer looks pretty cool. That could keep me hooked. So I was like, all right, I'll buy it. Um, so I want to I want to try to win one a of the tournaments. Yeah, I solid. Think they're like five rounds. Damn. Right, or maybe 
four rounds. I think you need to find teams. find someone. Yeah, to... it's like I need to find someone to play with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Uh, I I don't know anyone that owns it, but I say it is crossplay. Jam so. plays a lot, doesn't he? Um, I'm not sure if he's playing the new one. He might be. I he think tends so. To be pretty decent Wasn't he? I don't remember. I would say I'd get it, but it's a little. It's yeah, too far. it's a little. It's too late late that a little not, late into yeah, the game to the to get it at this point. Yeah. Um, I I oh, say I'm going to keep playing it for a while, but who knows? We'll that's, what, that's what I said about Legends of Runeterra. I have not touched <laughs> that game in weeks. Yeah. Is you have anything else you want to talk about there? No, I think that's, that's about right. it. Let's move on to Legends of Runeterra, Andrew, because you and I both. I think the last two or three days are the first times I did. I was opening the game every day, yeah, doing yeah. my daily challenge, and I just don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. It didn't take very long. It just felt too much like a grind. Yeah. Um. The cards, the the card pool is pretty small because it's obviously, it's still in beta technically. It's not right, fully right. released. And once you get very comfortable with all those cards, you end up seeing basically the same you know three decks over yeah, and over. Um, oh, so the meta is finally settled. Pretty y- much. Yeah, yeah. Shadow Isles is busted. Every other deck I see is a Shadow Isle deck. Um, they're slightly nerfing some cards here and there, slightly buffing some cards. But yeah, the their, meta... their counter spell went from three mana to four mana, which is huge. Yeah, it's actually a big deal because yeah. you only have three stored up spell mana, so you can't just have a free yeah a uh, free counter if you, yeah spell <laughs> sitting there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not interested in booting it up anymore. Yeah, I feel like. I've personally been just losing an insane amount of matches towards the later end of me playing. And I don't know if that's just how I was playing or if I'm, I'm intentionally not going online and trying to copy and paste, build the best Mm -hmm. decks. Exactly. And I'm just playing decks that I kind of built on my own. So I don't know if they're just so weak compared to my opponent's decks or what. I don't know. I'm just not, haven't been enjoying it as much. Yeah. Plus when I would go in and try and do the daily quests, I would often be like, okay, well, I'm going to go in, play for 20 minutes, get the quest done and then stop. But then the quest would take me an hour to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it would be pl- win it's a game like, with this, it's these two cards in your deck. Oddly specific and or like, you know. Yeah. Having those yeah. two cards in your deck is not optimal. So therefore you lose right, a bunch. It's not the meta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just haven't been having yeah. fun with it. Maybe it was, a, it was the same for me with TFT and you as well. Yeah. You know, as soon as there was a meta figured out, I was hot on it for a couple of weeks. And then as soon as, you know, more people started playing and everything kind of settled down, that's when I fell out of it. Yeah. Just because, you know, but there's when, only so many games I can put a lot of time into. Yeah. Um, maybe when they release new cards or a new region, I'll come back in for a little bit. But that's what maybe. it's seeming like this is going to be. It's not going to. I thought it was going to be a game where I would play an hour every night. And yeah. Really enjoy it. But maybe once the mobile version comes out. Maybe. I don't know. Because, like, when I'm sitting, you know, at work doing nothing, maybe I'll just play a game of Legend of Runeterra. Who knows? You didn't hear that, Steve. No, you didn't. <laughs> um, I mean, Steve will do the same thing. Don't even lie. <laughs> maybe. Um, he does like Yu-Gi-Oh a lot. That's true. Uh, yeah. Plus, I've been getting back into regular League of Legends a lot yeah, recently. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Legendary Terror. We fell off. What else are you playing? Uh. Well. Uh. Derek, that same. Uh. I think kind of lull you found yourself in with Monster Hunter World. I found myself in with Final Fantasy X. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it so makes me so sad. I hadn't <laughs> played. So like, there was a solad week. I think. After we finished the Earthbound start mm-hmm. the thing and started Super Metroid, I played Super Metroid as like my primary game for a little while, and so I beat that because uh, it's pretty short, so it didn't take me super long. After that, I was like, okay, now what am I playing? I I felt like I was like in the middle yeah. of a I was in this like lull state. I was <laughs> like, I'm like probably seventy percent of the way through Final Fantasy, but like I don't really feel like going back. I reached a point where I was consistently every single boss I was 
playing against uh would i would lose to over and over uh. and like there were certain ones like the last few i'd been able yeah. to like you know change up my strategy and figure it out as i went but this this last one just obliterated me you know every single time i tried and so i was talking to jeff about it and jeff's very you know well versed with final fantasy 10 it's one of his favorite games yeah it's up there. uh so he was trying to, you know, give me some tips, some pointers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and basically the pointer was, well, you need to grind and basically switch in all seven of your party members for every single random encounter uh, <laughs> in order to give all of them experience. Yeah, and so yeah. like a single battle would take like 10, 15 minutes to get all the guys experience. And it's just not something I wanted to do. And I needed to grind a lot in order to be, you know, competitive with the, the next with boss, the bosses. Yeah. So yeah. what I ended up doing was, um, Instead of continuing to play the game, I uninstalled it and looked up the rest of the story on YouTube. Uh, so <laughs> I've I done that before. Quote unquote, finished Final <laughs> Fantasy X. Uh, so from the way you explained it to me, it sounded like you just weren't playing the game. Yeah optimally up until this point so you were yeah. losing out on a lot of experience. Just, you were getting weaker and weaker uh, in comparison to the game as you were going I think on. And you I reached, am you just bad at Final Fantasy. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> seems that way. Because this same <laughs> thing, the same thing, I did the same thing with 4. Yeah. I kind of did the same thing with 7. The only reason I was able to finish that game was because of the always limit break button mm. that the Switch version had because the same thing happened. I would get to a certain point where I couldn't beat a boss and I didn't want to grind, so... I just looked up the rest of the story on YouTube, uh, you know. <laughs> so I don't know what it is, man. I just like, I'm like I said, like Jeff said, I don't want to have to min max everything I'm doing uh -huh. in order to play through a game. I like something where I can kind of just play the game at right, my own pace right, and not it. have to. I don't want to like I like you know being challenged and having to think about it, but you know I feel like the level of thought required for Final Fantasy is not something I'm looking for. Uh, and that's just me. Mm. I'm just I'm just a dumb idiot. So like, see, that's those. That's exactly what I'm looking for in games. Is give me yeah. numbers. Give me stats. Make me let me spec things in certain ways that can just be insanely busted. Yeah, yeah. That's how what that's the things I love about video games. So yeah. that's so, why JRPGs, but, tactics games, are my favorites because all the numbers. But yeah. So in general, though, I I really still like the game. You know, out of the Final Fantasies I've played, barring 15, because nothing will ever top that. Uh, until maybe recent, maybe you know soon. Maybe. So who knows? Uh, but you know, from the ones I've played, barring fifteen, it's my favorite combat system. Uh, the I you know much prefer the turn-based style, especially that this had with the ability to swap out party members, mm -hmm. um, and the you know how it shows you the turn order, and yep. so mm -hmm. you can plan out your Very moves like that. like that. I much prefer that to active time because I like being able to stop and at least think about what I am going to do. Uh, I didn't like how I was punished for stopping in active time battles. Um, but that was really cool. I think the sphere grid was awesome. Uh, even though I definitely did not, uh, put as much into it as I as needed yeah. to, uh, <laughs> the characters were all really cool. Uh, for the most part, I think the game has not aged super well. Uh, in what regard? Not only visually, but the voice acting I've heard. I did, uh, I watched a couple more videos on it after, uh, finishing, my experience with it uh and from what i've heard it seems that the voice acting the english dub was performed in a way to match up the like japanese lip sync kind of uh, so like, the, like the yeah, yeah like the animations for the for the characters weren't changed so they tried to match up the english voice acting with their mouths moving which didn't work sometimes like there was a specific moment uh <laughs> when i was watching uh the some of the ender, later cutscenes where uh, I guess spoilers for Final Fantasy X, um, where you're you're confronting Ject, 
and T just goes, I hate you. Like just like super quick, super like high pitched, and I actually just laughed because because the delivery of that line was like so just odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then there, it was also kind of jarring going back and forth between the in game models that you play as, and then the rendered cutscenes because the rendered cutscenes is like okay, this is what they want the characters to look like, and then it was just not. That. I mean, Final Fantasy has always historically done that. Yeah. Since yeah. the the jump to yeah, and obviously like this game came out in two thousand one, so I'm not expecting it to be some technical masterpiece, yeah. but it was still a little bit uh, off putting sometimes. So I'm not really you know giving, I'm not um you know, I can't think of the word bashing it for that so much. Uh, I don't know. It just yeah. wasn't uh, so. It, it was pretty good overall. Yeah, I think the yeah, the big thing here, the takeaway that you mentioned, is you just don't seem I'm to just, like Final I'm Fantasy just a games. Dumb <laughs> idiot brain. Yeah, <laughs> nothing well, you can do about that. Ten is on my list to play after seven, so I'll have to see if my experience is different. I Maybe you like it a lot. I'm not a big min maxer person as well just wait till you see the sphere I grid tepi- te- like sometimes if a, ga- if a game system is enticing enough i will yeah. get really into it yeah. yeah but the story was really cool too i think a lot mm-hmm. of the you know concepts that they tackled were were pretty dark for you know the mm-hmm. demographic of this game uh you know when you get into all of the the things that are going on in that world but in general i do prefer just action-oriented games because i like having the agency of being able to uh you know, prevent damage and stuff. I don't like when I have no option but to get hit by something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I feel that, yeah. So that's why I like that 15 so much is because I can, I have the power right. to, to not get hit and, and to... See, but in 10, things. with the turn-based system, almost every time you'll see an opponent, it'll say, oh, they're charging up to use this attack. Yeah, and You I have know. so many turns and you can switch out and there's a spell for every situation. There should be yeah. no instance where you're guaranteed to yeah, get hit. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not denying yeah. that. I'm just personally prefer action games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why I like 15 so much, and why I'm very excited for seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Anything else on your list that I've played? Yeah. Uh, well, in the lull after Super Metroid and Final Fantasy, I didn't really have any big games I was playing. I had a. I'm kind of in the middle of a couple old ones, like I was playing Spyro a little bit. But those are more games I've been playing with a friend of mine who I haven't uh, met up with in a little while. So I downloaded uh, Binding of Isaac again. Was going through that a little bit. Uh, you know, I've done a lot in Binding of Isaac, but I didn't want to really like try and go for all the things because Binding of Isaac, in terms of you know roguelikes, is huge in the amount of things that you can actually do to yeah. get all the runs. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna look for a new uh, you know roguelike game. So then I downloaded Wizard of Legend. That's not uh, I love that game. Yeah. Well, I, I downloaded it before, uh, I think a, about a year ago, and I only played it for a little bit. I didn't really get super into it. So I played it for a little bit. Um, it's pretty hard. It is a yeah, hard one. Yeah, I have yet to beat it. It's a good I haven't. And they've, they've only added more. Yeah. Originally, the only three dungeon and bosses they had. So, like, Wizard of Legend runs off mm-hmm. of their four major element types. Yes. You have fire, water, earth, shock, and wind. Mm-hmm. So originally, they only, only had three bosses, like three masters you had to beat. Yeah, or, I haven't even beaten the first one. Yeah, it's 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 tough. Yeah, so they only had fire, water, and earth. But in the last couple of years, they've added in the wind and lightning themed. So if you do end up beating the bosses, you're guaranteed to get a new arcana to use. Oh, okay. Oh, and so okay. Game- yeah, basically it's it's like a rogue. Like you have uh, four spells. Mm-hmm. Each one one is a guaranteed like it's a dash spell, uh, and you can dash on a timer at any time. Yeah, but once ma- your once your like spell is off cooldown, it mm-hmm. has an additional effect based on the element. Yeah, one's a melee spell which has it's, different it's different spanable. things based on 
your element. And then the other, you have a signature spell which recharges, and once you build up a meter, it does an additional effect. Uh, and then your other spell can kind of be whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have two empty slots that you can fill in. Uh, at, if you get something, there's like purchasable spells from shops in the dungeons, or you can get them, I guess, from beating bosses, which I haven't done. Yeah, if you if you beat one of the bosses, you are guaranteed an arcana from okay. the fight. So is this like a 2D? It's uh, like a top-down. Top-down? It's, it's yeah. a top-down roguelike. Okay, cool. And yeah, I have yet to beat it. So the point is there's like two dungeon runs and a boss, mm-hmm. two dungeons and a boss, two dungeons and a boss, yep. and then you fight like the final boss. But each time you go through, it shuffles the order mm-hmm. of which three you're fighting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's also the point of every element has an advantage and disadvantage. It's like fire-based arcana do less damage to all of the water-based enemies mm-hmm. or something like that. Yep. And so when I go in, I try to have a solid or somewhere like four different element types because you have no idea really what you're going to go up against. Yeah, what order you're going to see things. Well, like, okay. or, yeah. you know, or you're not even guaranteed what bosses you're going to see. Mm. Yeah, because there's a mini boss at the end of each of the dungeon floors before the big boss. Uh, and those are pretty tough. Like you have to be super precise mm. in order to, you know, really, because there's no, you don't regen health in order to get health back. You need to purchase it in the store for gold, and gold is pretty sparse too. Usually, when you do find the shops, you can only buy one, maybe two things. Yeah, if you usually I'm, like, I'm, I'm saving it for the health healing potions. Yeah, exactly. Because you can also get these trinkets that give you. They're called relics. They yeah, you, you can have multiple relics. They have additional uh-huh. effects. But you're also allowed, like, before you go in, you can pick one relic to bring in with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like you can have to pick something like, oh, hey, it's like increases your fire damage if you're going to go with that kind of build or you get something a lot more passive. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's a really fun roguelike, and it, it attests to its replayability that I've owned this game for, like, over a year and have yet to beat it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten close you know, I haven't beaten the first dungeon's boss. So. I can I can usually get past the first, but actually, once you get past the first boss, yeah, whatever dungeon you're into next, all the enemies get beefed up. Oh, sweet! So <laughs> it's a, it's a scaling difficulty to keep going through. But the hard thing is your power level doesn't necessarily increase. Like you'll right. have a new arcana, yeah, at the very least, because you get to immediately equip whatever one you win from the boss. Yeah, I found that the most successful runs I had, even though they weren't that successful in the long run were the ones when I had six arcana. Yeah, because you have more variety, less mm-hmm. cooldown to worry about. Yeah. But in general, yeah, the enemies are like super tough. They the sniper ones, the ones that oh. shoot things at you are super accurate. So like if you dash while they're loading up their shot, they'll just follow yeah, you. Just turn like to, you can't you time you dash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the key to the bosses okay. is you just gotta you gotta figure out their animations and what they're gonna do. Yeah. They do have some kind of pattern to them. But it's yeah, it's it, it's tough. They're, they're fast is the problem. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I played a little bit of that, probably about a half hour, maybe an hour. Decided that it was a little tough. So then I downloaded Slay the Spire. Hey, <laughs> finally, there you go. Uh, and you it's, think? it's it's pretty good. I'm not like you know in love with it. It's it's fun. I uh I think on my second or third run got to the Act Three boss. Wow, um, that's impressive. I played the the silent like zero cost yeah. card deck. Uh, where I I had it like the innate uh, power card that lets you start your hand with a shiv. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a few other things like every time you play a card, you get one block. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, it was good. But then I couldn't be the third boss, um, just because I wasn't strong enough. But yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I'm. A, I'll do a run every now and then. I'm kind of juggling between that and Binding of Isaac right now, because I'm don't really have a big game I'm playing. Uh, I'm, you know, kind of in this lull, you know. Yeah. Before uh, Final Fantasy comes out next month, uh, so I'm like 
looking for a game to play, but also uh, like I have games that I already own that I could play. Uh, but I am excited because I think as we speak, I am downloading Doom. Oh, nice. Oh, so, uh, nice. Doom, gonna, Doom 1996. Doom 2016. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to try and play out. that and finish it before Eternal comes out so then nice. I can play Eternal. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's the plan for now. Nice. But other than that, no. That's all, that's all the things. Adam, what do you got? All right. So aside from Super Metroid, which I have started playing on time this time. Hooray. Uh, just kind of some passive stuff for me. One of the big things that over the weekend was I'm not sure if you guys saw for uh, Pokemon Day, but in Sword and Shield for just a few days only, they made the Kanto starters available in raids. Ah, cool. So Interesting. I ran around the entire map just spawning raids until I found a Bulbasaur. Nice. So now I have a Venusaur. Very cool. Didn't they also do Mewtwo's? Yes, but you they couldn't had catch Mewtwo's. Him? Yes, it's the hardest raid in the game, but he's uncatchable. What's the point then? You get a lot of things if you do manage to beat him. Huh. Like, you know how the raids give you stuff when you win? No, I never did one. Okay. <laughs> so if you, if you win them, they get they get you, uh, they're called TRs now. They're like TMs. These ones break. Oh, but yeah. they got a lot of the one better. It's like use. TMs of old. Ah. But they're like a lot of the really good combat moves, the big damage dealing ones. Okay. You can also get experience candy, which is different from- Busted. Yeah. It just it lets you level up extremely quickly, which- Okay. It I've helped heard of it, this. It helped at times, but it also kind of cut down on the difficulty level because, oh, I can just, oh, look at this thing I just caught. Let me just power level yeah. it to the level of my party. One experience candy XL gives you 10,000. Jesus. So I used 10 on a level 30 Dreepy and got it to level like like 56. And then it just like immediately evolves. Yeah. So that kind of cut down the difficulty of this game. Mm. So I try not to use them. That much. <laughs> I, I see you having some thoughts. Jeff. This sounds like a fun game. You don't have to play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like what? Well, you have yeah. to play the game to get the to stuff that allow you to not play the game. Oh, well, what a fun yeah. loop! But you, you'll, you'll also get so if you if you beat the raid, you also get like evolutionary stones, battle items, like stuff that's good and competitive. Yeah. So evidently, the U, the Mewtwo raid, if you did manage to beat it, because it was supposed to be stupidly hard, mm-hmm. gave you a lot of really good. Battle items, a lot of XP candies, a lot of. Well, candies. I guess that's kind of cool then. But he was only there enough. for a few days anyway, along with the Kanto starters. Right. So I only managed to find a Venusaur. I already had a Charizard because you get one in game. Yeah. But, yeah. So, but they, we know there are Gigantamax versions of the starters coming anyway. So I'm sure Squirtle is going to be available for me to get later. Yeah. yeah. At some Once point. the Isle of Armor comes out. Uh, so yeah, I played that just because I saw like, oh, I can get a Bulbasaur. He's my favorite starter, so I'm gonna go do that. But I had to like. I had to buy up wishing pieces and like spawn like twenty different raid zones before I found one. Yeah, because it was all random. And actually, it was weird because it was the first time ever where I beat a raid and tried to catch it, and it failed. Huh, hmm. that sucks. It's the only time it ever happened to me. Every time, like clockwork, when I've done a raid and I've caught the Pokemon, it worked perfectly first time. Yeah, I mean, usually you you know when you go through that amount of effort to get something like that, they tend to make it a little easier. Yeah, so I don't know why. Maybe it was just like. For this event only made it a lower yeah. catch rate, I mean, so I, you, I had to I had to soft reset my system a few times. You gotta fail it, sometimes. It failed twice. Yeah, but that was fun. So now I have a Venusaur. Cool. There you go. Yeah, he's not in the decks, but he's there. Yeah. So that's fun. I'm hmm. um, still playing through Darksiders two. Nice. Got some more progress on that this week. It's still way better than the first one. <laughs> How far yet in that? I just got to Earth. So I'm doing the entire. Okay. There's an entire sequence where you go down yeah. to Earth. Yep. And you get this like machine gun thing because yep. the whole point of earth is like okay the apocalypse happened yep like all the humans are now this undead s- zombies that, that this referred to as the swarm yep so there's so many little enemies bum rushing you that they just say 
like you meet up with these angels on earth who are trying to hold the line and they're like here have this and it's like this fuck off machine gun like okay <laughs> this is fun yeah but it wasn't always perfect because sometimes like there'd be a big enemy rushing in where i'd say like okay there's too many things i need to heal a little bit so i just ditch it and go to town on my sides yeah because i also have a secondary weapon equipped that heals me when i hit yep because my favorite secondary weapon i have i only use that because that's the one complaint i do have where in the previous game war had like like in Metroid, how you can have like stacking pools of health. Mm-hmm. War had that. Death only has the singular health bar, mm-hmm. but he's got a lot more ways to heal himself. So you don't. Okay. He's also more agile, so he can dodge a lot more. Yeah. So it gives you ways where you don't need the. You don't need to be an HP tank. You have ways to mitigate this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. So I'm just playing through that. I'm nearing 20 hours play total, and I'm not even. I think I'm like maybe three quarters done. Yeah. Yeah. I, Sounds for, about. Maybe like two thirds, I would say. Yeah, so I just hit another dungeon, so I'm playing through that. Sweet. Uh, so on the other side of card game things, I'm just tentatively keeping an eye out on Hearthstone right now because I I just opened it up randomly today, and they're doing a thing where uh, I got a free card back because the year of the dragon is ending. Ah. So for those of you who don't know, Hearthstone goes on their own little like astral calendar system. So a year is three expansions worth. So last year was the year of the Raven. And this year, which is just going to end in April, because that's when they put out like their new year. Mm-hmm. So we just ended, the, we're ending the year of the dragon. So to commemorate it, I got a free card back, which is pretty cool looking. Solid. Sweet. And also gave me a, uh, like a crap ton of free packs, because it's also the six-year anniversary of the game. Oh. Wow. Oh, six wow. years six this years. game's been out? I think, it, I think it's six, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it came out when feels yeah. like It feels like older than that. No, I would have, yeah, 2014, because I yeah. remember being in... Muse Tavern, and I was talking to you about a bunch, Derek, because we were both excited about it. And I got my email for the game, and I read the email. I was uh, freaking out, and all of a sudden, I was like, "What is wrong with you?" I'm like, I got into the Hearthstone beta. So, yeah, that would have been back in 2014. Oh, wow. Holy yeah, cow! Yeah. So yeah, they're doing this event that. where like there's all these special quests. Like here, just play a couple games. We'll give you a free card pack. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. But since they're doing the end of the year of the dragon, that tells me they're probably going to be announcing the next expansion soon. Mm. So for whatever the new year is, because it's always April, August, and December that they put out new expansions to keep up with three a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm tentatively excited for it because what this past year they did was all three of the expansions were just them following a single story. Mm-hmm. So it's the first time they did it, like all the expansions were intertwined and you're actually following a story through the single player content. So it starts off with villains from old Hearthstone expansions stealing the floating city of Dalaran. From Hearthstone, or sorry, from World of Warcraft. And then the next two expansions were expanding on why they stole it in the first place, <laughs> okay. bringing in the heroes to help it. So it, it kind of shows Hearthstone going more narrative-based in their single-player stuff, which I'm all here for. Because right. a lot of their recent single-player stuff has been really fun. In a sense, you know, it's a, it, it's a new experience on yeah. it being a card game. It's feeling It gives it more like an adventure mode. That's what, to me, seemed like the biggest... Uh, like hook for Hearthstone was that they could do this like single player expansion content, right? It's what what like fifteen dollars usually. Not not anymore. Actually, you, oh. you can do it all in. A couple were free a few years ago. It started with uh, Kobolds and Catacombs, okay. which is like their you know old school dungeon dive feel of it. Mm-hmm. So they had this free mode. It was called the Dungeon Run, and so the point was it was you'd start out with like a ten card deck, uh-huh. pick your class, and you'd run through. And every time you beat one of the bosses, you get to pick three new cards to add to your deck. So the point is you're building your deck as you're running through these bosses. Uh, okay. Gauntlet. 
And they've been doing that a few different times. But now they've gotten to the point where, like, yes, these expansions are going to cost, but you can use in-game gold. Oh, oh okay. So you, so you, you can, can, you you can if you don't want to pay for it up front, you can buy a chapter at a time when you've burnt, earned up enough uh, gold, which is what I've been doing. Okay. Like, so. That's, yeah, actually, I like that. Some of them, so past versions were free, but for the last couple yeah. expansions, they've been like, yeah, here's your single player mode, but it's going to cost you, you know, a couple hundred gold to unlock this chapter. Right, right. So I'm just, I'm just right. tentatively excited for what they're going to be doing with that soon. Because mm-hmm. I still play from time to time. I'm getting more into the wild version now. But since we're also near the beginning of the year, they're going to have to, uh, they might be throwing things into the Hall of Fame, which is, you know, things are moving to wild because they're a bit too broken. And yeah, broken yeah. Standard so they're play. basically retiring cards because they're yeah, too strong. Yeah, what is wild? So, okay, so, okay, I should probably... Wild explain. is like modern in Magic. It's Okay, or so it's like, use, it's out of rotation. They have a standard rotation. Yeah, so I knew about that. In, in Hearthstone, everything that's yes. allowed is... So, all the time what's allowed is the base card set, anything you get from a basic uh-huh. pack, and then the previous two years worth of expansions. Yeah, so similar to Magic. So, for the... Once April kicks in... Yep. So, a series of cards is going to get bopped out. Yeah. Okay. So, when April hits, and then, the, the three expansions yeah, from this previous I, I year are still yeah. in, and then whatever new cards are coming out this year are now standard. Okay. okay. But on occasion, like at the beginning of the year, they're also going to pick some stuff traditionally from the standard set yeah. that have just not aged well with the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, sometimes they'll add in new cards to the basic set to account for the fact that, oh, hey, we took... Oh, that's cool. Like, we took three things away from Warlock last yeah. year, which means they now have far fewer basic cards than every other class, so here's a few new things. Okay. They'd be like if Wizards reprinted all of the alpha stuff, but with, like, actual balance. <laughs> I yeah. mean, the, in a way, they kind of have over the years. Yeah, over but, the years, they the, sometimes they Sometimes things rotate in early. Like, at the beginning of this year, we had... So, the first expansion of the last year was called The Witchwood, and so it, it added this idea of... You had two cards, one was an even cost, one was an odd cost, and it gave you a different buff to the game where if you either made your, you had to make your entire deck using either only even cost or only odd cost cards, and you'd get a, you'd get a bonus based on that. If you went the even card route, your hero power, which usually costs two mana, was down to one for the rest of the game. If you went the odd card option with that legendary, you'd get an, it still costs two, but you get a beefed up version of the hero power. Hmm. So at the beginning of this year, they rotated those two cards out a year early because they didn't want, because those odd and even decks were like defining the meta for a while. Mm-hmm. So they rotated them out a year early to avoid it accidentally setting the meta for the next three and really limiting, in their opinion, the deck. Yeah, yeah that makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> cool. So yeah, it just it was just on my radar because I logged in today and got a bunch of free stuff. Yes. Cool. Free so, stuff is always good. So I'm just I'm just tentatively excited because if they're like I said if they're rotating out and giving me the year of the dragon card it probably means they're going to announce something soon. Yeah, for sure. Especially if yeah. usually it's like mid March they say something because then that gives like them a month to do the card reveal before right, we right. actually get the expansion in April. So other than that I'm just kind of plugging along and a few other things you know nothing too eventful on for me I'm still trying to get this freaking computer built <laughs> which will really soon. open up my gaming soon hopefully uh, you know playing some passive league of legend with some friends sometimes i have a friend who just got into it because mm-hmm. she decided uh. that she didn't ever she said her her wording was everyone has an opinion in league of legends whether it be good or bad yeah but she didn't have one so that okay. was her four way to <laughs> i just want to play this it's a good way, reason to get into right. it yeah. she seems to be enjoying it she plays overwatch a lot so cool like she's just trying to learn the game. Yeah. But thankfully she's got a friend who's, you know, smurfing to help <laughs> yeah. her out. That felt good. Like, Love the know, smurfs. Like accessing like a older, like a lower account just to help her 
Lauren in the game. She's been playing Zed Botland, so I don't know how that's Oof. been going for her. Probably not well. Unless she that's has okay. a Senna with her, in which case, busted. <laughs> that's yeah. okay. When I first started playing League, I played AD Cho'Gath top. Also busted. I- Infinity Edge, Static Shiv, Trifor- Triforce, every game. I, my friend convinced me to play Malphite the other week, and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> my logic was that, oh, those are the three most expensive items in the game. That means they're the best. It's solid logic. Yeah. Um, my remember- friends did not teach me. <laughs> When I first started playing, I stumbled upon this broken gangplank build that I can't remember what it relied relied on, but it eventually made it so your Q bank plank. No, not not the bank plank where you got like got tons of money. What was it? Sir? It 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 like made it so your Q just w- literally would w- one shot like champions. Oh, maybe armor pen. It, it no, was I like, think it was static shiv. Was I don't know. It, if it, it was, was bugged. It was or before. Some... It was before you started playing. Oh wow! Yeah, it wow. was like season two. Okay, yeah, I didn't start till season because I remember when I came back to play when you started playing, you couldn't do it anymore. They had like <laughs> yeah. changed the way he he worked. I remember Gangplank was always your favorite. Yeah, I that's why you he, know he's entirely different now, right? Yeah, it, it, he's like he puts barrels. He puts barrels on the ground and chains yeah. them together. Yeah, <laughs> um, he can be really annoying to play. Against. I loved Gangplank. I loved Another barrel. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Scurvy. So if you're all set, Adam, <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, go, let's, go. let's take a quick break and then we'll get into what I've been playing and then we'll move into those trivia. Are some, you're gonna cool. you're gonna We're, go in, I'm gonna in talk depth. for a little while, but I also ham. have to go to the bathroom. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Alright, so I beat The Last of Us. Yes. Do tell. This is the best Resident Evil game I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. I yeah. really liked it. Um sitting on it, thinking about it. It's probably somewhere in my top ten games of all yeah. time. Right? It, it's like a, it's it's so good. The the stealth explorate well, it's stealth uh takedown mechanics and just the way the way that you play it, where you're sneaking around, you're picking up resources, building objects on the fly, taking out people quietly, it, it all plays so well and yeah. smoothly. There's a couple moments where I felt, oh, I could have swore uh, this guy, I was standing behind this guy enough where he wouldn't see me, but he's just, I'm right next to him or behind him. He goes, hey, you, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but as a whole, the gameplay I really enjoy this style of gameplay. Uh, sneaking around is mm-hmm. always how I opt into playing Fallout and Skyrim type games. So that being the entire premise of this game is great. There were moments where it seemed very clear that they wanted you to fight things like toward the end of the game. Um, right before I got to the hospital, there was a two, I call them boomers cause that's what they were in left for dead, but I know yeah, the big, the big, like, guys. Yeah, the big globs, the big globby guys that spit stuff at you. Ugh, I hate those uh, guys. There's two of them. It immediately in the path where you're supposed to be going and a bunch of small guys around. But I used arrows and I snuck around and stealthily took out all of the small guys and then I just walked past the big guys. <laughs> uh, and I felt like... I, I don't know. I felt like a real badass doing that because yeah. that would have been a hard fight. That would have taken a very long time to kill those two guys and I just walked and snuck past them. So I, I used the game's sneaking mechanics to kind of... Not necessarily yes. outsmart the game. Obviously, it's something you're supposed to be able to do, but... It felt rewarding nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and the story in this game. Whew. I right. know last time I talked about it, I was like, oh, I know. I've been picking up on a lot of the beats. And mm-hmm. that mostly continued. But there were a few really big things that I didn't see coming or went a little bit differently than how I thought I was going to go. And just the character development and the 
relationship between Joel and Ellie, watching mm. that grow over time, it just felt so good. Like I felt as a player that, that I was a part of that relationship. Yeah. And when J- Ellie was mad at Joel, I was also mad at Joel. <laughs> or when Ellie was being reckless and a dumb teenager, I was just like, Ellie, knock it off. <laughs> and it, I don't know. It, I really came to love those characters. And those last moments in the hospital, they yeah. were some heavy stuff. Or even the very last thing that Joel says to Ellie. And it just made me think, Oh man, this Oh, and it ends. And the game it could have easily yeah. kept going or like had fun, other like things to kind of wrap up on, but the way it ends of just him lying to her and they're just about to go live out the rest of their lives yeah. with this huge lie lo- looming over them was yeah. just oh my gosh, it's so heavy and appar- like Having played that for the first time and not knowing that there would have been a number two. Yeah. Because uh, I'm assuming you wouldn't have ever thought they would make a second one. That it'd be a one and done. And you'd just be like, whoa, yeah, this is nuts. But now that I know that there is a number two and I'm just thinking to myself, where is this going to go? Yeah, obviously, right? obviously, she's going to find out. And what's going to happen when that happens? How is she going to feel about Joel? So one of the things I was super excited for when I beat it was, oh, I get to go watch the trailers for the new one. And it... I am so excited for that last <laughs> of us two now. I hadn't that wasn't on my radar whatsoever. I yeah. knew it was something that people like, but man, this this year is gonna be really good for video right. games. We're gonna have the last of us two, we're gonna have Final Fantasy seven remake, we're gonna have Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Final Fantasy. We already said I that. I just said that. There was another Exactly, one, we're just so excited. Uh Ghost of Tsushima, which I'm also really excited about. Persona five R. Persona yeah, I'll get to play Persona Xenoblade for the first time this Definitive year probably. Edition? No one cares about the game. I do. Um Whatever unannounced Nintendo game that's probably going to come out in the fall and be amazing, yeah. you know? Animal Crossing is a big one for a lot of people. Yeah, which I'm going to play, and I'm weirdly a little bit excited for now because of you, Derek. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, man, The Last of Us. Holy yeah. cow. How did I not play that? Well, I know how I didn't play it. I didn't have a didn't PlayStation. Have, yeah, exactly. yeah, I never. I didn't have a PS3 Dude. until you gave me your old PS3. And then <laughs> I never had a PS4 until I was able to borrow T-Cons, or I borrowed my friend Corey's for a little bit, and then I borrowed T-Cons for a little bit, and now I'm borrowing my friend's Jin's. Um, I'm definitely just going to buy a PS5. I'm going <laughs> to wait for there to be <laughs> yeah. a game that necessitates Says, me like, to yes, buy a okay. PS5, but I will... I'll, I'll bite the bullet this time, and I'll probably buy Final one. Fantasy uh, Remake Chapter 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, in 10 abs- years. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Next, a, okay, next on game. your radar is Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes, I do. I want to play that. Next time I have a big lull, that'll be my next uh, PlayStation exclusive that well, everyone yeah, talks yeah. very highly of. You got a month before 7 comes out. So we'll see. Uh, Last of Us. It's so nah, good. You're making me wanna really really want to replay it now. Yeah, I've been wanting to replay out. it, but I probably won't. It's but so I might have to. good. And so yeah. I like the crafting and the specking of certain guns you can choose which guns you kind of like the most. And mm-hmm. I had a feeling you wouldn't be able to fully level up everything by the end of the game. So I maxed out my bow stats. I maxed mm-hmm. out my revolver stats and my rifle. So I was kind of a long range, pick them off. And then I wasn't a huge fan of the shotguns. Cause I, fun fact, I'm historically terrible at shotguns in any video <laughs> game that has ever had a shotgun. <laughs> Ask any of my friends from high school, <laughs> bad at shotguns. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, real good stuff. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that recommendation. I'm, I'm very uh, excited for the second one now. Yeah. And I'm excited that we all get to play the second one at the same time right? and kind of yeah, experience all that together. Fun. So that'll be really cool. Yeah, from what we have seen from the second one, in terms of the combat, the, it looks like whatever combat system they have looks way more in-depth. Yeah, it's just it's me. the Last of Us plus some. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be really great. 
Yeah. It's yeah. like the, it's like you said, the, you know, the story of the last of us one, you know, could have been fully wrapped up right there. Mm-hmm. And if they never made a second one, it would have been like perfectly fine. Yeah. But now that they are making a second one, it's like, what's going to happen? Like, exactly. I have no idea. Like, and I'm so excited. Where do you go with this? Right? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and like, Ellie's got to find yeah, out. Like, yeah. You play as Ellie. Like I'm super intrigued by what, is happening and what has happened with yeah. her character. There's, like, right, like there's clearly there's some clearly things that have happened. Time yeah. jump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously it's not, it's not immediately following up what happened in the last of us. It's, it's, it's own news story. Yeah. Um, she's on some weird revenge quest for some reason, which I'm sure obviously we'll learn about as we play, mm-hmm. but you know, the things that happened in the last of us, those like those cliffhangers and those small little things that were left for the player to kind of, decipher and decide for themselves how like how to feel yeah, about yeah, it yeah. they're yeah. gonna be addressed right from the trailers that we know that joel is in it but we don't know in what capacity and right. from i think from the way they presented it in i think the one where he shows up it seems like he and ellie have been separated for a while yeah so i wonder if around. it's going to be a case where like ellie learned the thing that joel said it just off screen you know Maybe. and this is following the aftermath yeah I don't, I don't know i feel like but that yeah exactly like an imp- like that is such a moment yeah in the end of the game to not show us that would yeah, be robbing would be, us such yeah. a huge thing what if it's got like a flashback well yeah they could do a flashback easy yeah i don't know i don't i feel like it won't have the same weight my guess is that maybe they uh, open with it joel is just off doing his own thing because obviously they're living in this new this society yeah, that's, some sort of that's society. thriving pretty right, well right. but if the walking dead and any zombie thing ever has taught us something will go wrong and their perfect little town that they created in the post-apocalypse will fall apart mm-hmm. um and yeah she just stumbles upon uh joel in the wild so he's probably off doing something and then goes back finds out yeah. ellie's doing this thing and then goes and finds it i i'd be curious to see if it's kind of like uh they just Ended up going their separate ways as she got older, kind yeah, of. Thing. Yeah, it's possible. And now they're gonna team up, and that, and like some some point, she'll, she's gonna find out find about it. this, yeah. and it's gonna like mm-hmm. that's gonna be the conflict, oh, man, or something. I don't, yeah, I don't. But uh. it seems like there's also, you know, from from what we've seen, some sort of enemy faction that's doing some bullshit off. Yeah, who knows right, where. Right. Either way, Man. everything about this game excites me. I'm to very, very excited. Visually, oh, when's it coming out? So, May 29th. May 29th. That's so soon. I, I thought know. it was in the fall. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I can go right from Final Fantasy to, to The, the Last of, of Us? Yes. And then right from <laughs> The Last of Us to Ghost of Ghost Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. And then right from Ghost of Tsushima to, to, sushi, to Sushi. To Persona 5. That's what I might Cyberpunk. Play. Cyberpunk's not till the fall, so yeah, probably yeah, between Ghost of Tsushima. When's Ghost of Tsushima June. coming out? June? Oh, June 20th, June, yeah. they just announced oh, damn. Uh, date. So, so you're going to have to, if you want to get to that, you're going to have to breeze through Last of Us. I mean, I beat this one in two weeks. Yeah, but we don't know how big the next one's going to be. It'll probably be a comparable size. Be a month long. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it'll probably be a comparable size game would be my guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyone out there who hasn't played The Last of Us, go play it. Please. It's really good. It's so good. Um, all right, and the other big thing that I played, Final Fantasy VII Remake Demo came yes. out. I got some thoughts. Oh, I oh, am specifically not playing it because I just want to be totally fresh going into the full release. That's fair. Derek, I know you played it. Yeah, so I, I played it because it's just the only part of the game that I played, so I thought, like... Okay, this this is fresh in my brain. Yeah, I'm gonna play it to see. And oh wow, yeah. To, did you like it? To, well, for me, just to see those like 
environments come to life like that in 3D was just like it incredible. It might be the most stunning, stunningly beautiful game I have ever seen. It is insane. Yeah. The level of detail and everything, how nice everything looks, the animations to everything that's in there. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I can't state that <laughs> yeah. enough. It's like 15, but on another level. It's in, And coming, the fact that this is the most beautiful game I've ever seen, and it's a remake of my favorite game of all time, I have so many emotions, and yeah. it's hitting so many spots inside of me that are just making me giddy and excited, and I just can't contain. Oh. I, it's like I... I was comparing it to like reading reading a book and uh then seeing the film adaptation like just take what you saw and and i even i've only played like the first hour yeah. <laughs> of the game <laughs> but like taking like the way you saw it and putting it into the like this whole new 3d art world like it it was just it was incredible i was like yeah. i thought the the art looked really you know like the backgrounds look really cool and like we're really you know for as limiting as the technology was you know for the playstation mm-hmm. one really did a real good job of just like making you feel like you were like that you know you were in the reactor and then yeah you, you, it did a really good job of creating the world with yeah. those hand-painted and backdrops this just expands it in such a way like you, you wouldn't think possible like yeah. i wouldn't know what this would look like in 3D, and now I do, and it's like, oh my god, I can't wait to see and, like oh yeah. the rest of it. And I thought it was so interesting because all of the enemies that you would see in the initial boss or bombing run from mm. Final Fantasy VII, you see here, and they appropriate them into this new world and make them work. Like those turrets that look like yeah. goofy little toys in the original now are actual turrets in this, and they have a similar color palette but it's slightly adjusted to fit and right right the way they just yeah slightly adjusted everything to make it fit in this world it just works so well it, oh mm-hmm. man it looks so good how did you feel about how it played um it's it i think it's going to be a learning curve for me yeah uh just because i the the real-time combat i i was just like i couldn't manage like mm-hmm. I, I was like I couldn't manage both characters at the same time, um, especially in the boss fight. Like I feel like I did it very ineffectively. Yes, uh, uh, I agree. And the one thing, the one criticism I had was, and I think it's just because I haven't played uh, a game like this in a while. Was I felt very cramped with the camera. Okay. Um, I did eventually find you can. There's options to pull the camera the, back, yeah. which people have been suggesting you should do. That's what I. So I did that, and I still, I still felt like a little cramped. Okay. But then, but I was like, well, like how, how do you expand it out when you're in such like a, you know, you're in this like confined space, like a part of the, I think the, um, you know, the charm of of it being in there is, it is it's cramped. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're walking down long hallways. You're in the elevator. You're in these small spaces, attack, you know, fighting these things. And I think that's important to, to you know. So I, I was like, I'm a little cramped. I feel better. I felt better after I backed out a little bit. I mm-hmm. felt like I could kind of see a little bit more. Um, and then I was feeling like, well, you know, it kind of makes sense. Like, how do you, you can't do this from a top-down perspective. It would, you know, it yeah, would be it the wouldn't same. Yeah, it would work. And, I think I was thinking a lot of 15 where a lot of the game is in these open, you know, areas. And I like, there's a lot more to, to kind of more room to see things where, and so like the problem was I kept losing enemies. I was like, 
oh, I'm done. And then there's like an enemy behind my camera yeah. that I forgot about. Uh, but I think that'll just come with time and yeah. of playing the game. Like there's everything. the anime when you finally finish a fight in an area, there is the animation of uh, if you were on say Barrett, it will jump to Cloud, or if you yeah, are Cloud, yeah. he'll put the sword on his back. So there right. are tells that let you know when you've actually completed a fight. Um, but I I kind of felt the same as you at first, where there was a lot going on. I didn't feel like I was doing anything remotely good. I felt yeah. like I was butting ma- button mashing a lot, and I was like, oh man, I really hope this isn't like a Kingdom Hearts mashing type mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I played the demo, the better I got at it. I got a better sense and feel for the combat. Yeah. And towards the end, when I was doing the boss fight against the guard scorpion, I was really getting a hang of the flow of it where I would beat Cloud and then something would happen and I would need to switch to Barrett and I yeah. would use Barrett and then he would get, I'd fill up his two uh, active time bars at the bottom and then I would uh, select the two abilities of him that I wanted to use. And as he was using those, as they were triggering, I would switch back to Cloud. So he was off in the corner using his super abilities, but then I was controlling Cloud. So I was starting to to optimize how yeah, you're supposed right, to do it. Right. And in the very last fight, I started to use the – there's a shortcut menu if you hold yes. down the L button. So you don't have to press the X button to slow down time if you have an ATB filled. You can just hit the L button and then have, say, X button is assigned to fire. So you can just cast it immediately. So I finally started to use that. And – it all started to click towards the end of the demo, and I was I, that's when it hit me, and I was like, okay, this this could be really good. My initial thoughts of, oh, this is just going to be mashy bullcrap, and I was, it's not going to be it's that. It's not that, There's, yeah. And we haven't even seen what like the materia screen looks like and customizing your materia and there's a skill tree and leveling up and gaining new abilities each character has the so the square button is just their standard attack but they have a triangle button where each character is a unique power attack where for cloud if you hit triangle you change stances where one is more defensive and um kind of movement based and the other one is he just goes in full offense mode, and he's easier to hit and get attacked, but he but becomes you, stronger. Yeah, you move a little bit slower. Yeah. Barrett has one where his triangle button is he stands still, and he does one really powerful charge a- attack. And uh, you can it goes on a cooldown, but if yeah. you hit the triangle button, he can kind of take a second and stand still, and then he, he charges like that bar up a little bit. Yeah, he just kind of smacks his gun arm, and like that bar goes up. So there's so much more that is going to be revealed to us as we play. And I'm so excited about it. I'm mm-hmm. honestly probably in the next week going to play the demo again. And I want to, I really want to get the flow of the combat yeah. mastered by the end of the demo. Um, because yeah, to, like I said, to start, it felt mashy and not great, but now seeing the full potential of the battle system and by, I'm assuming three or four hours in, you're going to have the flow down. Right. And right. then once you have like Tifa and Aerith. Yeah. Oh man. I'm very mm-hmm. pumped for it. Um, I want to talk about the voice acting. I thought it was really good yeah. for the most part. I'm not a huge. I've heard a lot of complaints about Barrett. Barrett yeah, Barrett was a little weird to me. Um, he he seems to be on par for what his character is, and I don't know if just right. the Japanese portrayal of him as a very strong-minded uh, black TV man, yeah, guy. is kind of outdated in 2020. Okay, but, yeah, that's a good. I, yeah, yeah, it seems take. kind of stereotypical, but it's also faithful to the original character mm-hmm. and I have seen a lot of things saying he's overacting, but yes. that's just what Barrett is. He's very eccentric yes. over the top about everything he yeah. talks about. Exactly. So it kind it works, but at the same time still feels a little weird. So I want to see, obviously as the game goes on, there's a lot of character development for Barrett. He starts to 
become nicer to Cloud and grow as a character. You meet his daughter and you see like his human side. Because in yeah. this first mission, you only see him being an absolute dick to Cloud for the whole thing. I got a gun for an arm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very curious to see as he develops. But everyone else sounds really good. The banter between Cloud and Barrett as they're kind of running around. Yeah. There's not uh. cutscenes. They're just shit talking each other. Mm-hmm. That's all really great. And it all yep. works. Cloud is has that edgelord vibe to him. But <laughs> again, it works. There's one part where... Just you, what he is. He's a spiky hair anime boy. Yeah. He runs up to uh, a, a group of four of the basic... Uh, Shinra, Shinra soldiers. soldiers and what does the guy say he says uh, oh I don't remember the exact line yeah, but it's something he, along the lines of like oh we're gonna kick your butt yeah, and he's yeah. like that's my line yeah. <laughs> or something and it's just like, <laughs> no. but it works it works it really so well. works and you're just like yes the delivery of it is perfect that yeah. there's so yeah. many ways you could deliver it where it would have been like cringeworthy mm-hmm. but it's so casual and it, oh, it just works so well I'm very excited for this game Oh yeah, this From kind of everything that you've been saying so far, it sounds like f- exactly what I thought it was going to be, which is fifteen in Seven's world, which is like yeah, a perfect but, love child, but, and a, the combat's even better. better than 15. Yeah, exactly. It, like like much more it. expanded combat. Yeah, like I love the combat in fifteen. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but like the things that you're saying get me super excited because that managing multiple characters in real time and the action oriented mm-hmm. stuff is the things that I excel at. Yeah, so I. I'm so pumped. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the combat's all about maximizing your your ATBs on all of your characters yes. and switching and using abilities when it's appropriate for the different characters. So that's yeah. gonna, uh, I was really good at doing that in 15 when I needed to like switch weapons for example yeah. and like use the links in certain ways. Yeah. It, I could do that really good. So So it's going to be it was tricky with two characters. So it's going to be I'm very curious to see is how it is with three characters. Yeah. So, but I'm excited. I'm probably going to play the demo again. Uh, I'm pretty high on this. I'm really, really pumped. I think they're going to nail it. Um, there's a very slight story differences in this, the beginning part. Um, nothing huge. Um, but obviously there's going to be more story differences as it goes forward. Mm-hmm. And from what it looks like they're planning on doing, I'm totally okay with all of it. Everything's just expansion on the story. Yeah. I think. Like and fleshing it, everything out and anything they're changing. It's obviously going to be for the better. Yeah. Like so, part of a larger whole. Yeah. I'm pumped. Especially, I, I mean, I don't know what they're changing because yeah. I have not changed. Cha- but it, uh, it sounds, it seems like for what they're doing with ma- basically making an entire game out of six hours, they might have to rearrange some story flows, maybe do things a little different to change the yeah. pacing. Yeah, we've the, definitely exactly. already story seen trailers, to, some things. There's new characters too yeah. that weren't in it before. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, our other email today is from our good friend Nick. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and my roommate. He played the Final Fantasy VII remake demo, and I asked him to kind of send us mm. his thoughts because he was a longtime Square Enix fan, I and did recently watch him play it. Recently, now really hates Square Enix. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll read to you what he said. Uh, my experience with Final Fantasy VII is mostly secondhand through my brother playing it when I was approximately ten years old. I remember the story being very enrapturing, and the materia system. Though difficult for me then was pretty cool once you got it down. I then tried to play the game by my, for myself several years later, but I couldn't get the second disc to, uh, because it wouldn't work, so I didn't pick it up after that. As for the remake demo, I liked it. I am nervous that they are making small changes to the story, though uh, more on that later. I am by no means a purist when it... Uh, where. I am no by no means a purist where a remake needs to faithfully replicate the original... I 
just literally do not trust Corey Enix to do anything well now. <laughs> Parentheses, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I hated Final Fantasy XV entirely because of the no- nonsensical story. I don't care if they patch it later. If you don't release a good product, I don't care how much you fix it later. The gameplay was awesome, though, and it is a bit comparable to the feeling of the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo. Switching between Cloud and Barrett wasn't too bad, though. I, though I wish their auto AI was a bit better. Barrett kept not hiding from the Scorpion's tail laser i said it on normal <laughs> i remember him yelling about that <laughs> i had no issues with that i didn't the, have, well, the character i wasn't using was hiding perfectly yeah fine. i'm gonna so, say i didn't have any issues yeah i set it on normal and used every last potion but managed to beat it the difficulty seemed decent where i think it may have been better where i think it may have been better was just the feeling the feel of controlling cloud during combat i know final fantasy 15 had a lot of open spaces this is what you were talking yeah. about Derek. and so it was likely easier but i keep fighting feeling like I was controlling Cloud from afar rather than having good mastery over his movements. It wasn't terrible, though. In regards to story change, Avalanche's bomb didn't blow up the reactor, and Barrett's team uh, was being watched the whole time. Why did Shinra let that happen and then blow up their own reactor? Maybe the Avalanche... Maybe to make Avalanche seem like the eco-terrorists they kind of are? Garner public sympathy? My brother also suggested that it might... uh, might use the opportunity to pin the warring nation of Wutai. Uh, they're no longer at war with the Wutai. The Wutai war was actually in the past. Uh, so suck it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All potentially awesome avenues to open up for sure. Do I trust Square Enix to do any of them well? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> and a small gripe. Music was good, but I was originally tangential. I was only tangential <laughs> to the original music, and that made me a bit sad. Would have liked full orchestral revamps, but that's not a good complaint because it wasn't bad. Uh, I don't really know what he's talking about here because it was full orchestral revamps of yeah, the music from the bombing run. I'm not exactly sure either. So I don't know what he's on about. Obviously, the game is gorgeous. Jesse is bae. <laughs> and the little banter between everyone fleshed out it is all really great. Overall, cautiously optimistic. Sent from my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it seems like... Obviously, he hates Square Enix because they've kind yep. of well, botched a lot of recent games. Isn't but... I want to say? I mean, he, obviously, he was not a fan of seven, or of fifteen. Uh, he likes right. the gameplay of fifteen. He just did, did not like, like the story, which that... apparently makes the game as a whole bad. Isn't no? He said he was. I saying, know. I know. He yeah. yeah. I know. Just Nick thinks. Isn't the Kingdom Hearts team a different team than the Final Fantasy? Because I'm assuming. I'm pretty sure Nomura, the guy who worked on Kingdom Hearts, is also working on Final okay. Fantasy VII with Nick. Uh, I was I remember I was playing replaying Kingdom Hearts to play three. I'm sorry, and then the <laughs> three w- ended up being such a disappointment. I just completely stopped playing two. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, but with one. Yeah, and for the first time, I liked one and uh, two. I liked one so at far. the time, and I liked two at the time. But three is trying to be one and two, which are outdated at this point. Yeah, but that's a whole. I didn't I've, like any I've, of it. I've had that argument before. Yep. Um. But yeah. Nick seems to be cautiously optimistic for it. That is what I'm, he said. I'm very optimistic for it. Oh, I'm so optimistic. I yeah, I'm optimistic because I don't, I don't have, I don't get the hate. Yeah, he, I don't know. He felt let down by a lot of Square's choices recently. Yeah, yeah. But, I think depending which is understandable. on understandable, depending on how well they really flesh out Midgar into being its own full experience, yeah. uh, I think is the hinge po- point. Exactly. For me. That's the that's crux. where it all lies here. Because mm-hmm. if it was, you know. Final Fantasy 7 it's in its entirety then boom easy like one of the best games ever made yeah. uh but i don't know if just the contained story in Midgar from what we know right now will be enough to 
put it over 15 for me. We'll see. Yeah. We will see. We will see. Mm. Um, all right. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I played. So well, who wants to wrap this bad boy up and do some trivia? I'm, I'm getting some it. trivia. Any guesses on what trivia is about this week? Uh, no. Final Fantasy. No. Remakes. No. no <laughs> yes. No. Uh, <laughs> No? All the right. F- uh, yeah, GameStop. GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> well, in celebration of season three of, of Castlevania uh, and Symphony of the Night coming out on the phone, <laughs> we're going to do some Castlevania trivia. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Didn't we already do this? We had a Castlevania question. In the miscellaneous trivia. Um, so, yeah. Let's... And judging how well we did on that question... You guys are doomed. I went, I went relatively easy here, and I think... Andrew has a little bit of an unfair advantage being in proximity to me more so than you guys and me talking about Castlevania all the time. <laughs> but we'll see. I think this is all oh, man. mostly reasonable stuff. Derek, have you watched the show? Uh, I watched the first two episodes. Okay. so, so I've got a good chance. Adam, have I you watched the show at all? I've watched the show. Not yet, but I'm going to go. You should. I'm going um, to. Okay. Everybody ready for question number one? Uh-huh. Let's do this. Yep. What is the name of the hero from the first Castlevania game on NES? What is the name of the main playable character in the first Castlevania game? Uh-huh. I love Castlevania so much. Everyone got something written down? Uh, yep. I got a guess. Derek, you got something? Yeah. What do you got, Derek? Dr. Acula. <laughs> are you kidding you are absolutely gonna do so bad adam what do you got i wrote down simon i also put simon. yeah it's fucking simon yeah. belmont derek <laughs> this is so easy you don't know castlevania of the first castlevania game i was gonna put richter but i knew it wasn't richter oh my God. i thought that was the easiest question i've given you in all of trivia well i, I just, put dracula but it's that's no you put dr I acula, put dr. acula. Dr. i feel like you just have to bring up the rick and morty moment like Right, Coach Acula. That's that was his cover name. Wait, no, <laughs> Doctor Acula is a Scrubs reference, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I love Scrubs too, but I started Rick and Morty too. Yeah, I was yeah. rewatching it today. Coach All Acula. Right. Um, so Adam got one, Andrew got one, uh-huh. Derek's got none. That damn question number two. That damn Dracula just can't seem to stay dead after being defeated by a Belmont. How many years does it take for Dracula to regenerate himself and resurrect? That's a good question. I don't know. It's a guess. I, I still feel Derek should get like a negative point for the Dr. Acula <laughs> thing. Dracula. I'm going to have Derek go first every time. All right, Derek, how many years does Dracula need to resurrect him? 20. Tw- Andrew? 25. Adam? Uh, I tried 13. Uh, it's 100. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. So I didn't think it was going to be that long. Yeah, no. that's one of those ones where it's kind of mentioned in every Castlevania game. So, uh, and I don't know if it comes up in the show. I don't think it comes up in the show at all. No, because like in the, sh- uh, well, I don't want to get into spoilers yeah. for the show. So, yeah, I'm gonna go watch it later. Um, all right, no points awarded there. Question number three: What was the first game in the series to appear on the Game Boy Advance? This game had uh was very well received, but critically um knocked for being way too dark and hard to see the screen because it was before the Game Boy Advance SP. uh, Uh, So there's no backlight. So it was hard to see. A lot of thought going on. Can you list Castlevania games in your head? Castlevania 1. Castlevania 2. Simon's Quest. Castlevania 3. Uh, yeah, the only one I really Dracula's know is Curse. Simon's Quest. Only okay. one, the only one I really know is Symphony of the Night because I'm not familiar with the names of the games. I'll tell you a hint: it's not Symphony of the Night. <laughs> yes, I figured. Symphony of the Night already... is for the SNES. One of my questions was going to be what console was Symphony of the Night on, and it yeah. is not the SNES. It's not. <laughs> no. Oh. 
Bonus question. What console is Symphony of Night on? We're doing a P- quick bonus question. One. Okay, not a bonus question anymore. Yeah, um. it's PS1. <laughs> that was my, uh, yeah, I mean, that was my second guess. Um, all right, uh, Derek, what was the first game in the series on the Game Boy Advance? Symphony of Blood? <laughs> no, but you're using the right words. Yeah. So. Uh, Andrew? Rondo of Blood. No. Uh, whatever the fourth yeah, I don't know the names. Super the Castlevania Four. Four? Yeah. <laughs> so whatever the no. fourth in the series was, no. I don't know. It is Castlevania Circle of the Moon. Oh, uh, I had moon and blood in my head, yeah. and I went with blood. No. Symphony oh, yeah. of the Moon. It's severe disadvantage on not <laughs> knowing the individual blood. titles. Yeah, yeah. I sorry. It was Blood Moon or... <laughs> um, all right, question number four. What is the name of the whip passed down throughout the Belmont family? Oh, I should know this. <laughs> Do you know it, Andrew? You I, actually, like you know. I know. Okay, hint. It's very literal. <laughs> the name of this whip. Oh, oops. Uh, she shouldn't have given this hint. It's very literal as to what the whip does. <laughs> I was going uh, off what the show said. Oh, I should know this. Why can't I think? Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I had an exam at eight in the morning. My brain is not working. I'm just double checking to make sure. I have a guess. Okay. Um. Derek, what's your guess? <laughs> the demon killing whip. Oh my god, Adam. <laughs> the vampire killer. The vampire killer. It's the vampire killer. <laughs> oh, damn that weird. is extremely literal. <laughs> Did you not know what it was and that's just what you guessed? That was my guess. That is a wow. real good hint, right? Yeah, it was a great hint. Wow. What did you have before, Adam? The uh, morning star. Uh, yeah, it is a morning star. Yeah. It's, it's just a whip with the ball Yeah, well, because in the show, Trevor goes like, the morning star. Yeah, that's just you that know? type of weapon. Yeah. It's, it's called the, a cooler name than Vampire Killer. Hey, yeah. man, it does what it does. Yeah, You're close, Derek. If you just realize that Dracula's a vampire. Doctor, <laughs> Dr. Dracula, so elusive. <laughs> question number five. What is the last name of Dracula and his son, Alucard? Bonus question. What's Alucard's real first name? Last Ooh. name? Yep, I got it. What is their last name? This, oh, is, this no. is definitely I cheated because I watched the show. <laughs> Yeah, this is in the show. Yeah. Were you paying attention when we were watching episode one? Because they said it about 15 times. What? Yeah, plus I just remember it. Yeah, okay. Actually, what? I might not have remembered it <laughs> if what? I didn't watch the show with you earlier. Last name of Dracula and Alucard. What is Alucard's first name? I'm a bit shaky on the name, but I got the, the first part. Got to write something down. I, I got something. Adam? Acula. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Take a wild guess, Adam. Derek, what is uh, the last name of Dracula? Acula. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Dr. Acula. What's what's Alucard's first name? John. <laughs> John Acula. You John did it. Acula. Adam? I said in solid air with Derek. I wrote down Acula because I have no idea. What's, uh, wait, what's Alucard's first name? Matthew. Uh, their last name Andrew? is Tepish. The last name is Tepish. And Adrian? Adrian Alucard is correct. Yeah, never would have got that. Yeah, that that one was from the show. I wasn't sure if you guys had watched the show or not. I should go watch it. I've been meaning to. Yeah, it's just been not in the cards lately. All right, Andrew wins four to two to zero. Uh, Derek, you apparently know literally (laughs) nothing about. I know nothing about Castlevania. Oh man, I love Castlevania. I only know Metroid. Well, the Metroidvania. well, we have half of that. Yeah. We do I really a- should play it because I do. I love the shit out of Metroidvania. We're going to put Symphony of the Night in the book club next after uh, we're done with Super Metroid mm-hmm. so Good that night. we eventually will play the two halves of Metroidvania. Yes. Um, tiebreaker, how many games are there with the title with the word Castlevania in the title? Six. Five. Nine. What? 
32. Oh, oh, oh yes. holy Super. shit. I didn't you guys know nothing about <laughs> really Castlevania. Do. There's been 32 oh. Castlevania games? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would not think it's not that much. Not including Kid Dracula. <laughs> for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Kid Dracula? Oh, yeah. I've heard of Kid Dracula. It's a Game Boy game, and it's Castlevania-ish, but you're just playing as Dracula when he was a kid. <laughs> but it looks so weird. He looks goofy and friendly. It's really funny. All right. Well, that wraps up what we've been doing here today. It's a pretty solid episode of us just talking about news and what we've been doing. Yeah, we had a good time. Honestly, um, well, maybe one of our longer ones. Yeah, we are. We're pushing. <laughs> we're at two thirteen, and that's not including the breaks. So this is a pretty long one. Um, next week we will be talking about Super Metroid. Turns out it was a really short game. Super yeah, it turns out. So, so we're gonna have a special guest on for that one. So uh, have your ears tuned. That'll be really fun. Um, if you want to send us an email. Uh, any questions or general topics you want us to talk about, you please can send, do it. You can send that to GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com. Also, if you have any Super Metroid trivia, send that my way, GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com, and we'll include it in the trivia for next week. That'll be pretty cool. Um, lastly, you can check out our Instagram, uh, GameSharksPodcast on Instagram. Give us a follow. Check out the wonderful pictures my wife posts every week for the podcast. Yeah, that wraps this up. I, I didn't introduce us, so uh, I'm your usual host, Jeff. <laughs> I got Adam with me. I got Derek with me, and I got Andrew with me. And with yeah. that, we are done here. We'll see you next week. Get ready for some Super Metroid. Woo. Yeah, this isn't the last. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> 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 <laughs>